The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, hi, how are you? Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for downloading The Gutter Skypes. This is episode 80, and it was recorded a month ago, I think, something like that, very, very shortly after uh, the massive snowstorm that was just after uh, Christmas in December. And it's been delayed because we since played a game before this was released that had feedback in it, so I put the feedback show before this one. And so that lets you know a time frame. Not vitally important, but I figured I'd mention it now. What do we have? Uh, we did a one-shot. We did a one-shot of Fiasco. Because on that particular Wednesday, Blind Geek was unable to join us, so we couldn't continue with Fringeworthy. But you've since already heard uh, that, that wrap-up of Fringeworthy. And here this is now. There. I think I got that. I think I got that out of the way. That, that pretty much tells you where you are, where we are, what we have. Hi, uh, I'm Anum5. The game was presided over because of his uh, very extensive knowledge of Fiasco and how it's run and what happens in it by Mark Kinney. We also had present Nikki, and we also had Andros. And um, there it is. It was fun, it was short, something that uh, well, I'll talk about it afterwards. Gonna play a couple of promos here. Yes, I think I am. Gonna play a couple of promos and then we'll get into some uh, pre-game banter. Didn't have any feedback for this one, but you already know that. And then we get into putting together and playing a one-shot of Fiasco. That was fun. It was, uh, it was... <laughs> well, you uh, give it a listen, please. Thank you. All right, here we go. Couple of promos. I'll shut up. Please enjoy. If you're looking for an actual play podcast that has beautiful women. And a door opens up and there is probably uh, one of the most unattractive women you've ever seen in your life. Got to be pushing 400 pounds. Uh, cigarette dangling from her mouth. What the hell do you want? Smooth talking adventurers. We tell everybody you want to art for the paper. You might get your picture in the paper, and that's probably what. More and over, right? Oh, yeah. It has to be a two page record. Or quick thinking adventurers. Well, we only do Billy's last name. <laughs> we have William Hobson, <laughs> but we don't have Billy. Wow, this isn't the podcast for you. But if you're looking to join some old friends that have gathered together to have a good time, then come join the Knights of the Night actual play podcast. You can find us at iTunes or on the web at kotnpodcast.com because we're in it for the fun. I'm assuming, with my hero point, that the saddle was designed for riding spiders, right. and since spiders like to climb on ceilings and everything, I'm going to say that the saddle actually has a magical property that keeps the rider firmly in place. Yes, it's called a seatbelt. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Are we saying there is no room in Monster Town for rock men? Like the guy in West Side's in... Uh, what the hell? West Side Story? No, 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 no. Just Never ending story? That. That was, when that you're was a rock, funny. you're a rock all the way. <laughs> no, never, West Side, never ending story. <laughs> There's a mashup movie I'm going to make. You gotta film that one. It's fun to be a GM, isn't it? Monkeys took my jetpack at mtmjetpack.com. Hello? Hello. Hello? <laughs> Hello. I wasn't muted. No. No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, not at all. I swear. Oh, we used to dream of getting a shredded box of Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Only partially gnawed on with some of the cream still inside. By rats. <laughs> By rats. <sighs> I used to dream of getting a Twinkie-filled rat. With, no. <laughs> with some of the cream still inside. <laughs> they gush when you bite them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Really gross. That may be worse than a rat filled tur- Twinkie. Mm. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, their little noses wriggle. <laughs> that, that is so disgusting. Thank you. Thank you very much. Depending, though, it, it depends. It depends on where the rats come from, really. If they're supplied by. Sumatra. <laughs> if they're supplied by W.M. Arthur, then they're okay. Oh, okay. Got a, got a very cool gift in the mail. Thank you, Nikki. Welcome. I have to, t- I have to talk about it because it's cool. No way, it's not so cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's a poster. What? It's a, it's a Discworld poster. It shows a rat's nose sticking up out of a pie. <laughs> From Gimlet's Whole Foods. Gimlet's Whole Foods. I see. Only, only the finest free-range rats supplied by Wee Mad Arthur. It's just excellent. It's suitable for framing, and we're going to. Cause no, we're don't frame it. it. No, you got to use it around the kitchen. You flick crumbs off the mm, counter. Not it's so much, no. bandage when you slice your thumb. And, you know, that thing is great. Yeah. But I'm so glad uh, you liked it. That and a fantastic vintage atlas of uh <laughs> of um the 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 world of, of of Azeroth, of the world of Warcraft. I'm telling you though, really, if you don't need it, want it or have room, do what you will. I just thought, hey, I know some World of Warcraft folk. Perhaps <laughs> this would be handy. Chris said uh Oops, Andy Ed said. Andy Ed said, "Where are we? Where are we going to put this? Where we won't get hurt? You know, we can't have nice things." (laughs) In the secret dog-proof safe that they don't know about. Exactly. On the roof that they can't get to. (laughs) Though I think everything's always a little bit better with fang marks and a little drool on it. That's character. (laughs) That's right. Plenty of that. Shows it's loved and lived in. Well, you know that I got inspired by that pen that uh, you sent me, f- that you picked up in um, England, Nikki. Yeah. Uh, and I, I went out and I saw, oh, it's a Terry Pratchett book I had not heard of. I will go out and read it. And I did. What did? Oh, Nation. So I just really? Got fin- I just got finished reading Nation, yes. What did mm. you think? Ah, well, you can be honest, okay. brutally honest. Go ahead. Okay. Did it move you or no? Hmm. Yeah, I liked it quite a lot, actually. Yeah? Uh, It wasn't a Discworld novel, which surprised me. 
but this kind of a what do you call it um, alternate multiple Earth sort of novel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you know? I still haven't been able to bring myself to read it again. Mm. Maybe okay. it takes a little while before you're ready. Sometimes I, you have to let these things. Well, it, it, I have to admit, it, the story itself, while I, I was blown away by the story itself, I was, it, it hung me up more of speaking to, to things, things past, things present. It wasn't the story, the actual story. It was more about everything else that kind of got to me. So, but maybe I'm almost ready. It's been a little while, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can give, or give it a listen, something like that. Get but, drunk first. <laughs> maybe if I have a bit more rum, that would make there it you go. better. <laughs> Look, they're dying. Ha, 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 ha. Well, thanks, wow. to, um, thanks, uh, thanks to, to Netflix Instant, I did watch uh, Hogfather. Oh, shortly did before, you? That's one of my favorites. Before Christmas, yeah. Mm-hmm. What mm. It was good. Did you like it? Oh, good. Oh, yes. They did a real I good like job Death, of, um, so it's... You like Dead. <laughs> He's a great yeah. character. No, he is. You've got, you got to love him. You know? <laughs> Nobody would have ever thought years ago, you know, Death is kind of... You're kind of happy to see him, actually. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> no, that's one of my bizarre, favorite, yeah. favorite stories of all. Uh, so far as the films go, I'm... Uh, and I don't know that... Well, hell, there really aren't that many. Um, that one actually was kindest to the original story so far as I know mm-hmm. um, the the color of magic and all the rest of those uh, b- between the miscasting and the I don't know well the other two were I, animated anyway well no the, the, the live action ones now. I'm talking about actually oh, which, the, which other live action ones were there besides color of magic and hogfather they did uh, going postal and um, oh. yeah going going the light postal. fantastic I think was well, that's melded what, into uh, right they put know. color of magic with that and I thought there was another one as well. Yeah, I have two back. animated ones. Um, what is it? Mm-hmm. Soul Music and um, Weird Sisters. I couldn't even get through Weird Sisters because the, the maybe it's the copy I have. Maybe that's what the problem is. It was really slow. The dialogue, is it, was it just my copy? You're talking they, about the animated, the animate, the the animated Weird Sisters, yeah. It was like, hmm. what? The dialogue's a little hard to follow. Do but, we? Uh, <laughs> it was painfully <laughs> slow. What do you mean? No, it wasn't supposed to be like that. <laughs> oh, all right, then maybe it's my copy. Well, you maybe you maybe you didn't get a maybe you got a what is it? Which what what are we? We're NTSC and Europe is pal, right? I don't something know. like that. Except yeah. for for like France, which is something entirely different. Which <laughs> it goes which it, it kind of kind of figures. Uh, yeah, thing, it would. Yeah, they have a thing called CCAM. There you go. Let's see, Difficult to spell. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and in a different format. Doesn't seem Deep to have Going Postal, at least not the Discworld version of Going Postal. Uh, what, hmm. what was the other one? Uh, um, Color of Magic. Oh, sorry, yeah. Mob I know film. they had that one. I found, I found that one on um, Netflix. Um, yeah, they call it Color of Magic, but I think they kind of melded the two novels into the one film. Yeah, uh, okay. well, that really works. Um, his writing style really changed after his first, what, four or five novels. Yeah, um, it stopped being kind of uh, just satire, and it actually kind of took on a life of its own. 
Yeah. Mm. I tell people it's a bit like Douglas Adams, but better. <laughs> I think he'd appreciate that. <laughs> it's good company to be in. Mm-hmm. There's another um, film work that uh, I was never able to get a, get a hold of. I saw piece, bits and pieces of it on YouTube, and I don't know. I don't even know if they're still up. The uh, the uh, Bromeliad series, the the really Diggers, yeah, Truckers, and Wings. Diggers, Truckers, and Wings was done as a stop motion animation thing, as a television series in Great Britain. There was also rumor for the longest time of, and I think it's kind of just disappeared, of Terry Gilliam taking on Good Omens, and hmm. Sam Raimi picking up We Free Men. Hmm. But you don't hear about that anymore, so. Maybe it's all buggered off. I don't know. I'm I'm almost relieved to hear that if it's buggered off because I just I'm scared of what people would do to it. Mm. Yeah, I'm unfortunately, really as much as he has flashes of brilliance, somebody really needs to stand over Terry Gilliam with a great big stick with spikes in the end, and make him stay focused, which he can't do by himself, you know. And and so he kind of goes off on so many tangents, it all just disintegrates. Mm. But yeah. uh, if you guys never saw. Um, Oh, what was it called? Brazil? The, it, no, The Making oh. of Man of La Mancha. Oh, no, I and need it, to see that. They, it was amazing. I mean, I'm sure they chopped huge amounts out, but, I mean, the, the film crew, the documentary crew, thought that they were there to document the creation of Man of La Mancha, and what they got was the utter implosion, and it was amazing to watch. Just how, Ooh, not things wow. going wrong, but how things were handled or not handled, but you can really see Terry Gilliam, the wheels, just churning and churning and sparks all over the place, and yet you just kind of keep flailing around in this big morass of chaos because he can't stay focused. And then um, on top of it, things totally out of their control just kept, you know, dissolving underneath them. It was amazing. Lost in La Mancha, that's what it's called. If you've never seen it, I would so recommend it. Break out the popcorn and your bottle. Is this of one of those things that's gonna gonna make me want to like hit myself with a bottle or something? I don't think so. It was just really, really fascinating, <laughs> and a lot of people. Okay. A lot of people talked, but it wasn't nasty. It wasn't like blame and recrimination and all of that. It was because again, they they gave this documentary crew access, thinking that they were making this movie, and then you see what what happens and it was really really amazing wow yeah. that, that should be required all that's left yeah that's exactly it and maybe maybe somebody somebody has some of the props stashed in their back room <laughs> and that you know, should be a required film is, for a film class or, or a media school or the something really pitiful mm. thing is you see what they were doing and you had the feeling that it could have been fantastic mm-hmm. if only if only if only but you know, Sailor Gear. So, wow. anyway, that's, it's just my little two cents, which I'm always happy to pitch in, don't you know? That works. Uh, I remember looking for Richard was kind of like uh, required, maybe that's for showing how things can work right. <laughs> and What's then that maybe one? They need, um, let's see, who was... I, looking for Richard? Al, it was Al Pacino. Um, kind of doing a thing where they're trying to put together a, a production of Richard III, so they're go, they, they spend long periods in the documentary talking about Richard III and his times and what was actually uh-huh. going on, 
and uh, then you have bits and pieces of them actually having people cast and doing various scenes. So it was kind of a history and a um, class in how to sort of how, how to do a stage production of that sort. Hmm. Hmm. Might have to track that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Highly entertaining. I got just got a flashback to the the goodbye girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers it. <laughs> I remember uh, Goodbye Girl vaguely. Uh, and and, yeah, and Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus at the first read-through. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Right. In the outfit, and he's, like, flailing around with the pearl. Right. Oh, that was hysterical. Wow. Oh, the kingdom for my And the only people that talk to him backstage are, like, his mother. <laughs> And I forget, there's somebody else that will talk to him. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the director was the was the yeah. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> so, um, how did this weather affect anybody else? It was uh, I'm, actually did it did it it really pretty much hit the East Coast? Did you get frost or snow or something in 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 Kentucky? Uh, we got a couple of inches, and it's pretty much gone now. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. And and it was just snow this time, at least. Last time, uh, a few weeks ago, we got the whole big production with ice and all that crap. So. Damn. That's the beauty of winter. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, we're still getting uh-huh. frost. I think it's supposed to freeze again tonight down here. Damn. Ooh. Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're, you're totally unimpressed by the light coating of ice that covers the Ooh, clock. it's nippy out. Ooh. <laughs> I will have to wear my coat and glove. <laughs> Perhaps oh, I'll add another T-shirt. <laughs> I have, you know, my sweetie bought me a, a stocking cap and a, a wool cap and a, and a scarf. Oh, there you go. Help keep, help and will keep. you have it framed for the wall? Enjoy. You're so sardonic. <laughs> no, I, I think it's the weather makes her sarcastic. <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know. I know, I, I know. I'm trying I'm trying not to rub it in that we don't actually get snow like you got, but you know I lo- that's why I moved I to Florida it. in the first place. And see, I, I'm an ice queen. This is my time. I think this is great. The only thing that was a little tricksy was um, I found out just how crappy my front two tires were on Sunday. I mean, I knew they weren't good. I knew this. But when I had a wicked time getting out of a friend's driveway that had a very slight rise and there were only two inches of snow, and it took a dozen runs to try and crest this tiny little driveway... And then the drive home took over an hour and a half, something that should have been 25 minutes. Uh, yeah, mm. it was an adventure. Yeah. So, but luckily, my fabulous mechanic and his son had two of my tires in stock, and they whacked them on on Monday, and everything's okay. So, all this New tires in this weather is a good thing, yes. Well, I kept thinking, I know I need new ones, but maybe they can go a little longer, you know, a little longer. <laughs> now. The answer was no. No, they can't. So, <laughs> I got to see an impressive automotive craftsman craftsmanship yesterday. What'd you do? Yeah. 
I watched a guy replace my windshield. <gasps> what happened? Oh, uh, yeah. windshield. <laughs> yeah. Monday, uh, after, after the, uh, the massive uh, onslaught was done and we got our 20 inches, um, we, were, we spent, we spent uh, the afternoon unshoveling out the cars. And, like, I, I've lived in this state since I've lived. And I know about snow, I know about ice, I know about getting stuff off the car. You turn the car on, you put the heat on, and then you start shoveling. So that when you get to the part where you do the windows, there's, like, less work to get stuff off. Um, which I did. And then I t- and then I turned uh, uh, it was all cleared off and then I turned the uh, windshield wipers on with the little blue fluid that comes up, and I got this great big giant smiley face, right across the front of my windshield. <laughs> it was a nice clean crack that was waiting to become safety glass in my mustache. Unbelievable. Uh, really. So, yeah, so I couldn't go anywhere yesterday. I, uh, um, Chris called the uh, called some people that actually do the repairs um, mm-hmm. on site, mm-hmm. and uh, and the guy he did it in an hour. He replaced Amazing. the windshield in an hour. I was like, nice. damn! You but it was it was warm enough and all of that. That's cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, the car was completely dug out. It cost two hundred and forty dollars, but. Worth every penny if they schlep out and do it, and all is well. Yes, I was. I was very, very happy to spend that money. I'm, my, you know, I think that that is just the price of cars because my tires were two hundred forty-one for the front. That's weird. Yeah. Anybody else have a car issue? Be prepared for it to be approximately two hundred forty dollars. I had an oil change. Two hundred forty dollars. So. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Time for me so to go buy a car. Two hundred forty dollars. Two hundred. There you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, the very first car I ever owned, I paid three hundred dollars for. It was a Datsun. Bargain. Mm. Mm. Probably still running today. It might be. I don't know where the hell it is. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> really doubt it. But um, uh, yeah. So the the roads aren't are not still are not clear in New Jersey. Um, they apparently laid off all of the uh, civil service people that normally do the plowing a while ago oh, because wow. of budget cuts. Yeah. It didn't look good that the governor and the lieutenant governor were both out of state on vacation at the same time while all this took place, but they apparently the uh, the road clearing was uh, supposedly subcontracted to private companies who didn't uh, didn't exactly do it right. I'm so glad we're paying for a lieutenant and governor to be here when the governor is not here, and then <laughs> promptly schedules his own vacation to be when the governor's away. I'm so that glad amazing. that is such a good money money spending measure that we have here <coughs> in this state. Yeah. Well that's yeah. that's all an image thing anyway. Even if the both of them were both in the state, the same crap would have happened. I don't think they'd be out there with the shovels trying to help, so mm. well, I certainly hope this isn't bad news for one friend of of mine. Her um her boyfriend missed his flight from London like a little over a week ago and has been trying to get back over here since. 
finally got back to D.C. and has rented, rented a, a car and is driving to drive up to Ad, Atlantic City. Wow. Wow. So hopefully yeah, he the roads are clear it. now. He's cool. <laughs> ah, okay. It's all right cool. now. Well, they're clear to, to an extent. Yeah, I mean, that there's, there's what normally is three lanes is two lanes, and sections of the parkway are just one lane. I have to admit, but, you guys got more than we did. That's true. Yeah, north and east, yeah, we pretty much picked up a crap ton more than we're used to. Yeah, I mean, they're passable. That's the thing. They're passable. It just takes a really long time because of the volume and because of the fact that they didn't actually clear the entirety of the roads, just enough to get a truck through. <laughs> Funny thing, that. So, yeah, I, I'm... Could be worse. Anybody, Philadelphia, I'm, they I didn't bother to clear the roads in Philadelphia. They went and dug out the stadium so they could play a bloody football game, but left mm-hmm. South Philly buried. That was nice. Mm-hmm. So how did anybody get to the game? Oh, they're off and out of town, walked. so who cares? You know, oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Very bitter about that, because I was driving in South Philly today, and the place is still a huge mess. But, hey, they were able to dig out the stadium. Woohoo! Extra trucks to dig out the stadium! Weenies. At least they didn't have the problem they had in Pittsburgh. What happened in Pittsburgh? Oh, was it, was it Pittsburgh? No, it was Minnesota. Me. It was Minnesota. Oh, is this it where the stadium collapsed? Yeah. Their inflatable stadium? Isn't that funny? <laughs> and this isn't the first time, either. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up on, on, on Wikipedia, and it's happened, like, three other times. Same, same thing. Place? Hmm. Same thing. Yes. Wow. The guy who had the patch kit was on vacation. <laughs> there was video of it this time, though. Yeah. It was oh, pretty man. impressive. Yeah. I saw that. It looked like somebody adding ingredients to a giant bowl. <laughs> yeah. In the dark. <laughs> Did you hear that there was supposed to be in a game at that time, but they canceled it because of the weather? Uh huh. Good thing too. Yeah. So the architectural design firm every year gets a new opportunity to have egg on its face. That's too bad. 30 years ago, it seemed like a good idea. Sure, sure. So, yeah, I, I just got in minutes before. Well, I sure about What did you get us from the store? <laughs> uh, I got... Did you get us pop parts? I, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> there were no Pop-Tarts. Oh, that's always the first Every, to go. You know that before a storm, people go and grab all the Pop-Tarts off what the What about shelf. the cheese doodles? Gotta have the cheese doodles. The cheese doodles? People were buying them up to put under the wheels of their cars <laughs> so they could move. <laughs> did you get... All right, what did that you was get? a lie. I yeah, just lied. you don't like cheese doodles, so you didn't get us any. That's that was actually, it was all regular shopping. The only junk food I got was for uh, nieces and nephews because visiting is going to happen and we get, uh, we get um, their, their Christmas uh, packages is basically a big basket of stuff they're not supposed to have <laughs> <laughs> so they can sit and watch movies and have junk food. <laughs> Which is for you. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Fun. So I didn't get together. Uh, I didn't get together anything like emails or or uh, gather up forum posts or anything like that. Which means that the next time we get together, and uh, well, it's a good thing because because Blind Geek will be able to join us and mm-hmm. uh, and we can read uh, then. But that's why we don't have feedback for tonight. We can but just what, talk about how are... fabulous I am, if you like. Well, that's that's every game. <laughs> oh, right, I forgot. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're going to do that anyway, regardless. It's just, you know. <laughs> oh, that's right. There is one. There was one in particular that was uh, very, 
very um, pro-Nikki. Oh, and there's mm-hmm. one where I'm referred to as a social great white, but I won't talk about that now. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll save that for another time. Yeah. I will this do its thing. Hello, do you? I th- I think that that, that I think that's a, a referral to personality impact. Oh, don't you try it, me. No, it's fine. It's and fine. you weren't singled out. Blind geese is mentioned in this uh, the, uh, in the same. Uh, yeah, we were actually was just joking about it the other night because I think it is pretty funny. So anyway, so what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Yeah. What are we gonna do? What are we doing? Yeah. I don't That's know. That's a real good question. Oh. Because I know I was talking about having guilty money bags ready, and the thing is that I got sick, so I and I it just it, that was the last thing on my mind, so I still don't have all the. Oh, right I hope now. you're all better. Josh was yeah, sick. Yeah, well, you feeling better now? now. Oh, I'm 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 pretty much over it now. I'm just it's oh, just good. like starting from my uh, Savage Worlds game about a week and a half ago. On for the few days after that, it was like fever, chills, cough, uh, fatigue, all that crap was just bam. Mm. Damn. You know, and I'm and I'm 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 still more more tired than I ought to be. I had this like I. Got home from from work this afternoon. Had a, a little nap before, uh, b- before this. So, it wasn't food poisoning or anything, was it? Or probably the flu. Actually, it sounds more like the Possibly flu. Possibly flu. I mean, if it was food poisoning, it was pretty strong food poisoning because it lasted about a week, and it's still okay. kind of, and, it, and it still kind of has me. I still have a little bit of a, of, a, of a cough. I'm still a little bit tired, but everything That's else flu. is pretty much done. Damn. Ickety poo. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, but, don't do uh, that again. <laughs> I don't plan to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <That's> right. then. <clears throat> yeah, don't pick up a blister pack in the in the supermarket and it says, fun surprise, just eat me. Don't close your eyes. Don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> Random bacteria. <laughs> Random bacteria. <laughs> See what this does. Yeah, the absolute worst I ever had was back in, in like, college one year after this bonfire with some people. And I got back to my room, had a slight chill, went to bed, slept through the next day, just completely. Wow. Because I, just, I was, I mean, I, I was vaguely conscious that I should be getting up and going to class and things like that, but just no, it wasn't going to happen. It, it wasn't going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if it had anything to do with uh, um, items being burned. I hope I don't think there was anything weird being burned. I didn't smell anything <laughs> weird being burned. Okay. But with that crowd, who knows? So. Mm. But anyway. Mm. As far as options for stuff to do, I do have Fiasco, which I think that only Nikki has not played. The mm. right. I that sounds familiar. I don't think I have played Fiasco. <laughs> ah, am I doomed? Doomed. Doomed. Uh, that's the point of the game. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. This is the already existing version of Thwarted, the game that I would make if, if it didn't already exist. Is that what this is? This is basically the, uh, I've heard it best described as Coen Brothers, the, the role-playing game. <laughs> <laughs> you get to choose your own path to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Yay! 
I'll take the primrose lined one, please. The primrose bee. The one with the happy music. La li la li la li la li la before the monsters come out. <laughs> so mm, okay. Um what do I need, please? Well, let's see. I'll handle yeah. the uh, uh, the uh, dice. You'll need some paper to keep track of... Um, <laughs> How many ways together. I'm being decimated. Yes, I've got that. <laughs> let's see. I was squashed by a rock and eaten by bugs. And uh, Okay. Got paper and pen. I, I, uh, wow. Damn near brand new pen and it doesn't write. A miracle. I hate it when that <laughs> happens. Hmm. All right, let's see. A uh, Sharpie. Let's try a Sharpie. Wow, a Sharpie that doesn't... Ra- I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's see, you've got the Wild West Boomtown, the Main Street in a small southern town thing. Uh, da, da, uh, let me see what the other ones were on here. Tales from Suburbia. London, 1593. Am I looking at the right thing? Big long list of different and play sets? And the ice, yeah. And then there's the ice, which is the is sort of this... Oh, Russian translation. Yeah, they, the <laughs> English version of that is in the, the, is in the uh, book, and it takes place at McBurdo Station in, in Antarctica. <laughs> what about dragon slayers? <laughs> <laughs> That's exceptionally rude. <laughs> Perhaps dragon slayers are really obnoxious. <laughs> well, they've been wanting us to, to do something fantasy style. Anybody up for obnoxious? Woohoo! So, so, okay, so... Oh, the fiasco playmat? It has sort of the uh, rough guidelines as far as how the game goes. You can grab that if you want. Okay. Anything strike any of of, of you others there as far as? <laughs> I'm I'm torn between London, uh, uh, London, 1593, and the transatlantic. Hmm. A little satanic oh, action. <laughs> a dead body, a Cockney drug dealing. So that's gangster London. I'm, I'm, I, I, you mean, honestly, I'm open to to anything anybody's interested in trying out here. I know that's not helpful, but um. touring rock band, bring it on, mate! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh man, yeah, it would be brilliant, brilliant! Ah, smash the room, smash the room. Perhaps not. Well, go on, Jan, and other guys. You pick. I'll follow. I'll just be uh, be kind of guiding. There is no GM in this game, and I'll just be I'll just kind of kind of if I guide it along. But I'll I'll be playing. You're all, just the all, playing all the hammer of doom. <laughs> no, that's it's all a, of our jobs. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's supposed to be a GMless game. Essentially, the cool and valuable part of Mr. K being involved is the fact that he actually knows the rules. Mm. <laughs> Thank Mostly. God. So, 
if we did London 1593, I would be a member of the professional night soil guild who also specializes in burying of the plague victims and does a little on-the-side job as a res- resurrection man. <coughs> what you need? Lumps <laughs> it round back. <laughs> it pays to branch out, don't you know? Kingdom and it's yeah, final tradition of plague victim barrier. That'd be something like two hundred years old even, by then. We even have a dinner once a year with three, five, six courses, whatever we find lying around really. It's quite tasty. Very posh. How do I how do I get a look at this? What is it? Download now? Oh, there it is. Yes, download now. Mm-hmm. Which one are you grabbing? Mm-hmm. Uh, London 1593. All right, I don't think I have that one, so I better grab that one, too. Shall we do that one? Uh, I'd like, I like it. Any, uh, somebody, like, really leaning towards something else? Oh, hell, let's go with this one. Anything that lists both Elizabeth and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are, are dead, mm-hmm. as far as, like, references go. It's got to yeah. have something going for it, yeah. All right. Okay, D6s. That's a good thing too. Yep. And I'll handle most of those most of those anyway. I refuse to touch yeah. these filthy dice. I will have nothing to do with them. They will tarnish my soul. You handle it, you people, you. I am above this plane, this rolling of dice. And <coughs> did you, did you plan to play Queen church. Elizabeth? <laughs> that well, we'll see how this works out here. Like we've got. Black Adder. Lucy. <laughs> I know what we can do. Oh, let's do it. All right. So, <laughs> I love. Okay. I don't even know her name. The woman who played the queen in Blackadder too. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant. I I don't know who that was either. So. All right. I'm going to set up the map. Set up the relationship map here, based on the order that I have on my screen on here, which basically means that we'll have a a square starting with me. And then to my left is Nikki, to her left is Andros, and then to his left is Anum, and then it comes back around to me. So you want to start out with a diagram that looks kind of like that, based on where you all are. I'm going to roll the dice, and we're going. To, it's basically four dice for each of us, and the, the two black, two white. Um, and we're going to use the tables in the uh, in the playset there to establish the relationships between each adjacent person, it doesn't actually cross the thing there. So it's, it's like me, Nikki, me, Anum, Anum, me, uh, Andros, Anum, and, and, and so on, like, like that. Okay. Uh, one relationship with each pair of neighboring players at the table. One detail attached to each re- relationship. There will be at least one need, one location, and one object. And when we get to the last die, it is wild and can be any number. So... Mm. And the way that the picks work, Nikki, since you weren't here for the, the last one, the first die that you pick for a given thing picks the general category. Like, if you're looking at the the London 1593 thing, one, if you pick a relationship one, the first die that goes into that particular relationship is either family, romance, show business, friendship, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the second die that goes into that at some point will go into the table for that particular category. Let's say that you picked friendship for one of those. The next guy that goes in there, and it has to be from somebody else, it is uh, 
one of the, is either rivals for the part, share a common foe, partners in failure, whatever, uh, in the table underneath. Okay. And it's the same with the other aspects of the thing, your needs, locations, objects, whatever. Hmm. All right. So you pick one of those relationships. The first die, you roll, you, you state what relationship you want it to be, whether it's family, romance, or show business. Right. And let me see here. The, uh, the book is over here. <laughs> Hello, book. Can you make it levitate across the room? Well, I've, I've, I've got the, the PDFs here. I just have to switch from one PDF to another, and it's... A start with the player who grew up in the smallest town and then take turns building the web of information in rotation. Newark, New Jersey. Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Was this where we were born? Yeah. <laughs> where you were born? <laughs> yeah, whoever was born in the, in the smallest town goes first. Oh. <laughs> Elmer, New Jersey. New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who doesn't go first? <laughs> okay, we'll we'll narrow it down to Manhattan. How's that? <laughs> I don't I know what the population I... of Elmer versus Kentucky. What was the name of your town in Kentucky? Elizabethtown. Elizabethtown. That's maybe like ten thousand. Oh, Elmer wasn't that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to roll all of these dice. Oh, 1,142 <laughs> in 2002. Or uh, sounds like Nikki is going first. <laughs> so you're rolling all of our dice? Yeah. That'll be cool. easier that way. Then I can tell you what all of the numbers are. Oh, God, I go first. Uh, all right. Okay. All right, we've got... You, and you, you, you want to take this down for the, the course of this, because we'll be taking the numbers as we go through here. We've got two okay. ones. Two, like, so one and then one, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got four twos. Okay. We don't, we don't have any threes, which means that any three that, is getting, that, that happens is going to be the very last die, which is wild. We've got two fours. Two fours. Two oh. fives. Two fives. And six sixes. Oh my goodness, is that good or bad? <clears throat> Sixes. I just, no, and no good. threes. Right. Hmm. Okay. Two ones, four twos, two fours, two fives, six sixes. Right. Okay. Now, the way that you pick is you will choose one of these dice. Mm -hmm. And then you will pick one of the things, whether it's one of your relationships, mm -hmm. or the need, or the object, or the location, or whatever else. Whatever number that you, you pick will open up that particular category in those things. So uh, take a look through the, the, the listing there and see what you want to do. I'm going to choose six. All right. You've got a six. What are you using that on? I'm going to use the six for relationships. Okay. Which one? Cousins. No, no, no. That's... You're choosing the the the, oh. the higher category now, either family, romance, show business, friendship, espionage, or with a six, it's crime. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I see, just... I see. that. Oh, so I see. And then it becomes smaller after that. 
Um, right. Okay, so crime. Okay, I will choose it for crime. So the relationship okay. is crime. Yes, with uh -huh. which one? Either that's that, that's either the one defining the relationship with Andros's character or or with mine. With yours. All right. Crime. That brings us to Andros, I believe. Okay. Let's see. I. Hmm. I will take a. Okay. Sorry, I had to take care of a cat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I was just waiting for you to say a Twinkie-filled rat. <laughs> they wish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a, num a number one for location, proper London. Okay. Anum? Um, I don't get to choose a relationship, do I? You can. Oh. If I'm looking for espionage, yeah. agents of a foreign crown... Would I uh, pull one of the fives? Well, the thing is that you, you you can't define it down to agents of a foreign crown. You can pick I, five and espionage, and it'll be up to one of the other players to define it beyond that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna pull. Uh, I'm gonna pull out one of the fives and go for espionage. With. With. Uh, Andros. Hmm. Espionage. I forgot, Andros. Which number did you pull? A one. A one, okay. I'm crossing them out as we go. Yeah. That's espionage. I'm going to pick an object. I'm going to take a six for a dangerous object, and it's back to Nikki. Nikki, you do have some more options to you, uh, available to you now. You okay. cannot determine the, the nature of the crime relationship between your character and mine. But if you want to, in addition to establishing other relationships and, and, that, and that kind of thing... You, you could establish the nature of the espionage relationship between Andros and Adam, or you can define more deeply the proper London location or the dangerous object. Hmm. But yeah, you also have all the other... <laughs> I'll be able to you. How, will... how, how this works. And, oh, and I missed... I'm so sorry. I wrote down proper London... Oh, because he used, he used a one. Andros right. used number one for proper London. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, right, right. and Adam used... Adam, which one did you take for espionage? He took a, a five. took a five. That's the thing I missed. Okay, so so there's still a five left? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to use that to set the place in proper London, and it's a tennis court. A tennis court. Mmm. <laughs> okay, then. So we're out of fives. London yep. tennis court. Okay. And where to you, Andros? Let's see. We do have quite a lot of sixes, don't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will uh, use another six for... Uh, can I add another place or no? Another uh, location? I think so. So long as we get all of the relationships properly pinned down in that, I think we can. Let me okay. see... Let me see, we've got two, three, still need one, two, three, four, five, six. As, let's see, we still need six total to take care of the relationships. So beyond that, yeah, you could, I think we can get one more location in there. Because there really should be basically one extra detail per re relationship. So if you want to do a, another location, that would work. 
Okay, uh, I will take uh, six in locations for the underworld. Okay. Adam? Underworld. Four? Under to get the truth. The needs. Under needs. All right. I'm going to take the one that's left there. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that Adam's character and mine will be family. Yay! <laughs> so we're back around to Nikki. So I can establish another relationship? Yep. Uh, you can either... Well, yeah, basically, you can either define the relationship between Andros and Adam or myself and Adam, or you can def- define the, the, the basics be- between yours and uh, Andros. I will take a two and define mm-hmm. Andros and myself, and we think we're kin, but we aren't. Well, no, actually, two oh. would, would be um, romance. Oh, it would be romance. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I see. Oh, God, I keep jumping. I'm sorry. I keep thinking family, and then I was choosing out of family. Gotcha. Fine. All right, Andros. I'll still take a two, because we, we have lots of those. Okay. All right. And it's to Andros. <laughs> That'd be funny, too. I know that this is not a necessarily a humorous game, but it would still be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who says it's not a humorous game? <laughs> we put a clown nose on this one last time. <laughs> 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 it turned out to be a buttload of fun. Just see the phrase "one-sided devotion," and all I can think of is the lovers in, in the um, in Midsummer's Night Dream, after the after Puck has come through with the fairy flower, <laughs> everybody's reversed, and they're all chasing each other, and the ones who are not with the right people are so like, put off. What? Go away! What? It's so funny. <laughs> okay, so to get the truth hasn't actually been assigned to anyone, right? I don't right. believe so. And I can't modify one of the categories I've already put in? Well, the relationships. The relationships. So I can't sub- right. divide, uh, well, it, define you, a relationship well, that I'm involved in. Well, no, you, you can't uh, subdivide the relationship that you established in, in the first place. If it's something that someone else put out there, you can feel free. Gotcha. Of course, I've kind of lost track of which ones those are myself, so... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, the espionage, I'm going Mm -hmm. to define, uh, using a number two, as the keepers of a dark secret. Ooh. I'd like to choose... I'd like to pull a six and define, uh, to get the truth, as... What the hell is number six? The lockbox under the stage? <laughs> About the lockbox beneath the stage. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, to get the truth. Lockbox. That was this. That was, okay, six. Those, those damn lockboxes. Okay. Telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the crime relationship here that Nikki picked out a while back here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a two. We are crooked apothecaries. Ah. Well, that's really funny because I wanted to define the underworld. 
and I was going to take the last four and make it the Crooked Apothecary's Lab. <laughs> does that work? Yeah, sure. Or does that make it too pat? No, that's fine. All right, so the fours are gone. Carrie's lab. I'm a crooked apothecary? Cool! Have a face full of asafetida! <laughs> All right, Andros, you're up. Okay. Hmm. So what do we have here? Two twos? Two f- we have any four? No, the fours are good. No, we have a two and two sixes. A two and two sixes. Oh, oh cool. I kept track correctly. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and the still undefined things are the romance between Nikki and Andros, the um, family between Mark and Annam, and the dangerous object. Ooh, nicely done. Oh, I'm done. You guys will finish these up. Mm. Mm-hmm. And mine will be wild, which means it'll be any number that I want it to be. So mm. I don't care which ones you all use. <laughs> okay, uh, the dangerous object I'm going to define with one of the number twos as a treasonous poetry, a treasonous poem in a recognizable style. <laughs> all right, Adam. Okay, I got uh, right. <laughs> got a six or a six, my friend. <laughs> Where's all right? Let's see. Uh, we, uh, uh, Basically, either oh. we're, either we're cousins or or they're star-crossed lovers. Your choice. Yeah. What the hell, cousins? <laughs> all right. The last one is wild. Okay, so I let's see, see here. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Betrothed by someone else's design. <laughs> oh, goody. Ha ha. Romance betrothed by someone else's design. Okay. Okay, create characters attached to these relationships and details. I am Runcible Parker. Apothecary. You're who? Runcible <laughs> Parker. <laughs> Runcible Parker, apothecary. I am Hal Stingbat, playwright. <laughs> Full name is Halitosis Stingbat. <laughs> but my friends call me, and everybody I know calls me Hal. Hal Stingbat, playwright. Somebody, somebody is nose breathing very heavily into the mic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta say something because it's. Is that better? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mistress Margaret Ha Penny, also known as Pinch Penny Meg. <laughs> apothecary. <laughs> Maybe apothecary assistant. Mm. Mistress Margaret what Ha Penny? Hey Penny? Hey Penny, yeah. Mistress okay. Margaret Haypenny, known as Pinch Penny Meg. Alrighty. Also an apothecary. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm the junior apothecary. 
I am George Fishbat. <laughs> I Fish am. Fishbat or Stingbat? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm Fishbat. He's Stingbat. Oh, okay. that's right. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. And I am a tennis pro. <laughs> Elizabethan tennis pro. Fantastic. <laughs> that my idiot brother betrothed me to. <laughs> <coughs> Coxcomb. Dad, add idiot brother to the notes here. Okay. Yeah. And it was arranged by my mother. She believes they have a family fortune. And my idiot brother is a social climber who thinks that your connections as a tennis pro will get him into hot, finer society. Well, little do they know that what money we have has been squandered on... We saw to this tennis court. <laughs> uh, Are we going okay. on too much right now? <laughs> Not necessarily, but... Uh, and, oh, wait, I've got this on two pages. <laughs> so it's Adam and Mark mm-hmm. Pliny who are related. Cousins. Yes. You are cousins. Yep. So Runciball and Hal. It's just fun to build the storyline with this stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And the fun part is that people could choose the same playset, roll a different set of dice, and come up with an entirely different thing. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I've used the uh, uh, the, uh, the the Wild West Boomtown one twice, <laughs> once with these guys and once with some folks at a convention. Completely different stories. It was wonderful. Mm. Okay. Okay. Going into scenes here. Uh, the way this works is act is we we we've got eight black dice and eight white dice, which correspond with the sort of a more or less good end for the particular character who's seen it is, or bad end, depending on which color it is. And the basics is when it's your, your turn, your character's in the spotlight, and you can choose to either establish the, the scene, which means that you get to set things up, or you can resolve the scene, which means that you get to determine how it, it ends. Of course, that means that everybody else at the, at the table determines the, the other one. If, if you establish the, the, the scene, mm-hmm. everyone else gets to determine how things end up. <laughs> Whereas if you let, if you d- d- decide how it's going to end up, everyone else gets to set up the situation that you're going to d- d- decide how it ends. Okay. And if you establish the, the scene in the first half of the game, you then we will choose to give you either a white die or a black die, depending on whether it's a positive or negative outcome for your character. If you're resolving, then you pick the the, the die and the outcome. Uh, hmm. During Act One, you'll, you, that die that you're given, you will give it back to a, another player. And then once, you're, once we're halfway through that, we'll do this thing called the tilt, which adds some more elements to, to the, the story. And then in Act Two, it's the same thing, except that you keep the dice that you get. Okay. And since you pretty much get to go first... Oh, right? no! <laughs> I mean, yes, all right. <laughs> I get everybody's money, and I win. Um, <laughs> so do so, you establish the scene, or do you resolve the scene? I will resolve the scene. Whew. 
All Never right. Hey, what you can put off till tomorrow. <laughs> what shall we set up then? Well, the only thing that can, in my mind, the only thing that connects a tennis court with, uh, <laughs> all right. The crooked apothecary lab. But the, uh, yeah, the tennis court with a stage lab. would be Hen- oh, Henry the Fifth, <laughs> where uh, where uh, he gets the gift of tennis balls from. But that's somebody well, else's he, play. It could be some some other stage somewhere. I mean, the 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 tennis court makes a great place to kind of start off with the um, Margaret Happeny George Fishbat relationship. That is true. That is true. George Fishbat and the, uh, uh, on the tennis court, or among the tennis uh, courts, uh-huh. depending on how rich his patron is, um, or patrons, is a perfect place for him to be. Pinch Penny Meg, or rather Mistress Margaret Hapney, mm-hmm. would be there maybe in two capacities. One... Maybe they're meeting for the first time, or maybe they've met many times and have mutually agreed that they need to get out of this wedding that's been prearranged for them, or <laughs> are trying to figure out whether they want to get out of it or not. And she could be masking her presence there, or pretending that she's there to meet Mr. Parker, because they sell their own special liniment for people that strain themselves <laughs> when they play tennis. If, you know, Pirelli's Miracle Elixir. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in a texture, true, true, true. And a potent posset <laughs> for, your, for your innards. What would, uh, what would, what would, well, Stingbat doesn't even have to be there, really. Oh. Well, that's as far as I'm going to go with it. Otherwise, I'm just going to um, I'm just going to keep running off stuff. Hmm. Let's see. For some reason I've got, I've gotten into the mind of this here. The they're all present at the tennis court for whatever is happening there, and during the the, the course of their trying to meet up, somebody, a like customer of the crooked apothecaries, is showing up to. Obtain some of his special medicine. Hmm. From her. <laughs> ah, I got it. And the package gets mixed up with and a possible. Well, well, I was just oh. thinking the the like possible social Im- implication, but you know that that works too. Well, what if the damaging poem is accidentally given to him either uh, in in the package? Okay. Well, well, the thing is that we still need to resolve this. I mean, the, 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 oh. we, 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 we can work in the like the like poem, but she she gets to decide how what happens with that. Oh, okay. I'm not sure quite what order we're doing this, <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. Mm. How does that sound, though, as far as the like basics there, anyway? Mm-hmm. I so, like it. so, so, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I just need to recap because I think I lost just the last little bit. I'm at the tennis court where mm-hmm. there's a tennis match. Yep. Where George is playing. Right. 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 Um, and he's probably got is, all of his family watching. All of the family is watching. There's a large crowd at the tennis court. Mm-hmm. 
Is Hal there or not there? Did, did oh hell! I think, I think yeah. I think I, 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 he's probably there. Is Runcible there or not there? Have Have we both come to sell our wares? I think Runcible may might not be there. You can handle the selling of of whatever wares need to be there. <laughs> He'll be in the in the lab. Okay. And then, who is collecting their special medicine for me? From me? Someone kind of seedy. Let's see here. That's the part I missed. I, I misheard who was collecting you know special what? medicine. What the hell? What the hell? It's Hal. <laughs> <laughs> Why yes. not? Yes, Hal the yes. playwright is hooked on some very <laughs> special medicine. <laughs> Laudanum. <laughs> He's jonesing for a shot. <laughs> Syrup of puppies and a few oh, secret special snuff. It's a special snuff. Yeah. Snuff. Uh, well, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, in the Elizabethan <laughs> era, there, there, they didn't have. Uh, some, to my knowledge, in the Elizabethan era, uh, at least there, they didn't have shots. They didn't have injections. No. Closest it would come to would be a uh, uh, special tobacco or a sh- or well, a snuff. Well, a draft or an enema. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Suppositories, my friend. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think yeah, so. Especially bread so leeches. Especially, <laughs> wow. I, I, no, I, I'm, I, I, I'd like, I'd like snuff, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're special out. See where it's just going to go. In snuff, yeah. which has and amazing which is wrapped, rare which is wrapped in, Yeah, and it's wrapped in uh, a treasonous poem that uh, someone else ah. was supposed to get. Yeah, I like that idea that I just saw that lying around and thought it was gibberish and just used that as my wrapping. Is that enough for a good, is that enough for a good scene? Let's start it up, yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. So, there's the tennis match. The family's watching. My, uh, "Quote unquote," fiance is watching. <laughs> I give a little three-fingered wave. Hoo-hoo, master fish bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does have nice calves. I will grant him that. Very shapely. <sighs> well played. Well played, George Fishbat. May you play a set that will strike your opponent's fortunes into the hazards. <laughs> I'll, I will leave you now to your, to your, your highly skilled um, game. You, you, haven't seen, you haven't seen Pinchpenny Meg anywhere, have you? Oh, up, up in the stand somewhere. I thought she came to... <laughs> To watch the match, but I don't see her just at the moment. Oh, I will. Uh, I, I will seek her out. Uh, I will seek her out myself, um, in between sets. Drug dealer. <laughs> Drug. Horses, elixirs to unbind your ripey bowels. Potion <laughs> to fix right all wrongs, cure all dropping objects. If you know what I mean, then pick them right up. Elixirs 
Very nice. Perfectly reasonable. No snake oil in these bottles. Cure the you and the the raw phlegm and pardon? Miss Margaret. <laughs> Somebody's talking to me? Oh, oh Yes. It's how. <laughs> hello again. Ooh. Um hello, Mr. Mr. Mm. Master. There we go. Master, Master Stingbatcher. Pleased to see you again, sir. And how are you? How's I'm your little you know, difficulty? Better, I hope? It's getting better. It's getting better. It, uh, it of course, requires medicine on occasion, on many occasions, very medicine. often. Medicine. Medicine very proper, but only in the proper amounts and prescribed by proper, knowledgeable people, sir. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. How much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's been terrible, terrible. Imports have been so slow, hard to get the stock, you know, very difficult. Rare, very rare, increasing difficulty. I'm afraid the price has had to go up just a touch, the tiniest little touch just to cover Master Parker's uh, basic costs, and I'm afraid that it is now one shilling. Um, um, I, I will, I will, um, I will <clears throat> fish through my, uh, fish through my stockings for a shilling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do do watch the impressive uh, gameplay of your 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 in <laughs> oh your, him your intended. Tell you what, let me finish wrapping up your parcel nice and tight in this lovely wrapping that I found, and so nothing leaks out. You don't want to lose a smidge of this Very amazingly good. potent and rare medicine, do you, Very, sir? Very, uh, not a smidge, not at all. <laughs> right here you are. Got my shilling. Mm -hmm. uh, I know I have one about me somewhere. I'll keep searching. Right, well, I'll just be over here, and when you find it, come in me. <coughs> just going to go Don't, have a yes. tot of, of, of ale right over here at the ale stall. I well thought on. Um, yes, I'll keep searching. <laughs> Billy is Billy! Lawn me up a pint, man! <laughs> You want me to faint from lack of fluid? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, the match is going well. We are hoping that um, we can attract some noble patrons to our humble establishment here. Actually, we still have to figure out the the, the uh, dice. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's do dice. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, do you think that went well for your character, Nikki, or or do you think that 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 she ended up coming out less? it well she hasn't been paid yet on the other hand nobody whacked her upside the head with a stick so i think she's ahead of the game all right so you've got a a a uh, one white die okay. and you need to, to, to give that to one of the other players i will give it to not the man who hasn't paid me yet i will give it to my <laughs> <laughs> here you go george fishbat have one white die all right oh, thank you very much Nice game. All right, Andros, you're up. Okay. Um, let's see. At this point, things have gone well. I have not yet discovered the um, wayward um, um, information. 
Let's see. So I'm thinking about uh, how things are for me at the moment, not how things are going to get in the next scene, right? Well, I, you can, I mean, whatever you, you, you want to do as, as far as the like, next scene goes. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. The, 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 this is that your works. scene. Ah. Okay, that's got it. Um, yeah, so far so good. I think we're doing well right now. Okay. So what is your scene about? What do you what do you want to do with your scene? Oh. Oh, I have to play my scene out. Hold on. I, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I well, thought you were doing do, the nice things. Do so. you well? Do you do you want to uh, establish or okay. resolve? Oh, I see. Um, I think we're going to establish. All right. Okay. So what's going to what's happening here is is that um, okay. So we have this poem that I have been keeping for a um, to, to, to pass off to somebody else. I'm, I'm kind of the go-between. And it has gone missing in that Adam's character has um, uh, acquired it, right? How, how thick bat. Mm. Not yet, because he hasn't bloody well paid me, has oh, he? Oh, hasn't, he hasn't acquired <laughs> yet? I thought he'd already no, picked No, I'm up over. He's, he's fishing around for a shilling, and I'm over at the, uh, at the ale vendor having a, a beverage while I wait for him to dig out his money. I'm not giving over till he gives me my cash. Oh, I see. Mm. And so, uh, let, me, let me get clear. What I'm establishing what, uh, what my role is in this particular scene, then? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is your. Okay. okay. This is your <laughs> Sorry. It, it, it's uh, whatever you you want it to, to be. Basically, it's just it is, it is it is it is your character's spotlight at this moment. Ah. Okay. Um, well, right now, right now, things are very happy. Um, the the um, tennis business is booming, and we are hoping to uh, uh, attract noble patronage. The side business thing is. Um, something we're going to have to resolve, but it's nothing too troublesome. Okay, so I am the keeper of a dark secret in that um, this, this particular poem has been given to me uh, to hold on to for someone else. I had put it down with um, trying to make it look innocuous by putting it in a little uh, folder of papers uh, by my belongings, and apparently um, uh, Midge has that's where Midge had been fishing for extra paper in order to wrap her packages. <laughs> All right. Been lying around taking up space on my countertop, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so after the match, I'm supposed to meet up with uh, somebody else who was going to be wearing a, a white rose. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me to give the, um, the poem to, and I will be quite happy to be rid of it. All right. Male or female? Or are you just looking around for a white rose? I'm just looking around for a white rose right now, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so how are we going to have this go for him? Um, this is going to wind up badly when he discovers Well, well this is... Well, oh, oh, that's, up, that's up to us. That's, oh, that's up to you guys. Oh, you've established right. the scene and now we wreck it. <laughs> ah, I see. Okay, okay I see how that goes. <laughs> So, Adam, Nikki, what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I think it's already, uh, things have already taken a bad spin for him 
and that's a fact. Yeah. The treasonous poem is, is not He's, in his possession. The dramatic irony is that he doesn't know it yet. Right. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, it's so, funny. yeah, it's exactly. probably not going to go well. <coughs> so he shows up for this meeting mm-hmm. and sees the person with the, with the white rose, mm-hmm. does the contact stuff, and then goes into the folder or whatever to the portfolio to find that per- particular paper and it's missing and it's missing <laughs> so so how is so so what do you guys think the reaction's going to be on on that sort of a can can I make a side note oh, go ahead that the person with the white rose is actually a female okay um servant type looking a bit nervous, and as soon as Meg sees George chatting up this other female, she comes storming over and beats him in the head with her basket, (laughs) Ah. because she will not, will not be made game of, sir, (laughs) and chases off the girl. (laughs) She might not want to be engaged to him, but by God, she's not going to put up with that kind of hanky-panky. So that's two ways it can go wrong for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Very cool. <laughs> so so we, we do agree that this goes badly for him, though? Oh, yes. Yeah. Poor George. <laughs> it had been such a good morning, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Andros, who, who are you giving this, this, uh, this uh, black dye to? Uh, I'm going to give it to you. Okay, and it is now Adam's scene. Mm. Unless, uh, unless you all want to actually do the act out part of that. That's you. <laughs> I just want to hear him yelp as he gets whacked in the nose with the basket. <laughs> it's okay. Please, sir, are you George Fishbat? <laughs> oh, yes, I am. How may I be of service? Oh, la! Don't you see that I'm wearing a white robe? <laughs> <laughs> In- indeed. <laughs> and have oh. you something special for me? Uh, just a moment, I believe. Uh, I have exactly what you are looking for right over here. And um, go over to the, um, the counter and pick up my, my por- portfolio. And open it up. And the poem is missing. And let's see. And who is around? I think Meg you're going around. to have uh, Meg yes. around. Mid- 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 show up. Mid- Meg. 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 Hinge Penny, Penny Meg. Meg. Hinge Penny Meg. Oh. I don't know why I wrote down Midge. Okay. Um, it's your pet name for me. Oh. <laughs> it's how you really feel. Aw. <laughs> have, do- <laughs> have you the document that I await? And who is this slovenly woman? <laughs> what? <laughs> slovenly? I'll give you slovenly. And you, my lad, what are you doing talking to this tart right here wearing this stupid flower that's all 
dying and falling apart, these petals. Oh, it's disgusting. And how dare you go around chatting up these tarts when I'm right here where everyone can see. Uh, I can't uh, even believe uh, it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I never. Oh. If you shove, shove. <laughs> I turn back to George. <laughs> you, you turncoat. You worm. And I whack you with my basket. Oh, I never. I'll flee in tears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do as you run away. <laughs> I am flabbergasted. I am shamed. Oh, I oh. need another ale. <laughs> Nothing. <coughs> the lady was merely a courier looking for a pa- uh, something that I was holding for them. So um, you say, you brute. <laughs> Whoa. Good. Okay. okay. Violence, violence has taken place. <laughs> oh my, I do feel a migraine coming on. <laughs> One of my migraines. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hal, You're seeing Anna. Hal has uh Hal has prevailed upon Mistress Margaret Hapney to meet him at uh the stage. I take it as where... you are establishing that. No, I'm establishing, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's pre- prevailed upon Mistress Margaret Hapney to meet him at the the stage where his tawdry works are performed, <laughs> when he can get them to actually put on his plays, uh, to get his, uh, to get her uh, her shilling because he's kept his he's kept a, a store of money there, and uh, and will gladly pay her for for the uh doesn't understand why he doesn't have any ca- cash on him but he'll pay her there so he's going to meet mr Sapney at his stage to buy the package of his special snuff that uh that he wants and needs she's now going to cost extra because well it's her reputation on the line being seen in such a low place isn't it mm-hmm. mm. Don't suppose any of the chorus boys will be about, will they? That would be disgusting, disgusting, these lewd, rude, low-born players. <clears throat> Perhaps Simon in the third row? <laughs> <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> so how should this wind up for him, then? Oh, I think not good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, actually, uh... I'm so, thinking that a certain servant girl follows you and observes you entering this theater. Maybe by <laughs> the entrance while you all talk over your... Really? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but that's just me. No, hmm. no, that, that's... Andrus, that's what not, do you think? That's not bad. Yeah, I think that sounds very good. I was thinking that Meg gets lost and goes to a completely different theater while he's hopping around desperately waiting for his medicine. <laughs> but but no, that's fine. So I'm going to be followed by um by a disgruntled servant girl with the crushed remains of a white rose clinging to her shawl. Right. <laughs> okay. How does, how does it go badly for Hal, though? Well, he's now got attention from whoever these White Rose people are. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, oh, excellent. Okay, cool. 
Mistress Apenny, so kind of you to come. Here, here is your shilling. And tuppence. For my troubles, don't you know? I had to come halfway across town, and it's so hot, and my throat is so parched. And I was where here. we were originally supposed to meet with your special medicine, beautifully wrapped so as not to lose a single grain. See, here it is. She waggles it in the air, and she puts it back in a basket. So I'm afraid, sir, that you did not have our original <laughs> payment, as promised, of one shilling, which is not my, my... My fee, mind you. That's what Mr. Parker. Master Parker demands you can have an extraordinary fee. But I'm ready to give you the... <laughs> I think tuppence would be fair is all I'm saying. Two, two shillings. Here we are. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, and oh, thank you kindly, sir. And oh, two you tickets. are most generous. You are the soul of beneficence. Take yes, this as I, well. Take this as well. Your medicine right here. I have it. Oops, I've dropped. No, I picked it up. Here you go. <laughs> Lovely and fresh in this wonderful package. And Enjoy. Take these two tickets to the premiere of my new play. It's based on one of Shakespeare's works. It's a musical version of King Lear. Really? It's called Crack Your Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Not this that Friday, I'll ever be, sure be, be seen in such establishment, sir. Unless, of course, Simon is in the chorus. But um, really? I don't suppose he is. Lad, really. Let is. me unwrap this. Let me unwrap this. <laughs> oh, well, very finely tickets, wrapped. Uh, have a lovely day. Oh, it's um, enjoy your med- What is this? What? What is this? What is what? There's writing on this wrapping. It's a bonus. Gratis, because you're a, a, a truly appreciated customer. Did you write this? Write what? It yes. says, Queen Elizabeth is a stream of bat's piss. <laughs> I would never. Oh, who would say such a foul thing about our beauty's Queen Bess? Oh, might be in code. they may be flogged <laughs> in hell by devils forever. <laughs> it might be a special message in code. I hope no one has overheard us. <laughs> I can't like someone just such outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> what is that giggling I hear? <laughs> Simon, he does have rather an interesting high-pitched laugh. <laughs> That's true. It could be Simon. He giggles a lot. <laughs> uh, maybe I should give him some of this stuff. Oh. Excellent. Cures the humors it does. Enjoy. Highest compliments. Highest compliments to you and Mr. Parker for your fine product. I'm just going to go sit over here for a while <laughs> and watch and watch the sun move. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. you, Mr. S- Master Slingbat, for your generosity. Have I'll, a uh, wondrous day, sir. I'll save the wrapping. Waste not, want not. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam. Who is that black die going to? Uh, let's give the let's give a black die to Mistress Margaret Apney. <laughs> hey, she gave over your medicine. <laughs> Pusher. Ah. It's highly medicinal, don't you know? Hmm. <laughs> yes. So a black think... die to me, is it? I will resolve my scene, so have at it, folks. <coughs> mm. uh, um, um, you're still back at the lab, yeah? 
if you if that's how you all set it up. Oh. Oh. Um so where is Master Parker then? I I think the lab is cool. You've got to return there at some point and tell him about what happened during the day. <laughs> Has he been experimenting <laughs> with his various potions again? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till the poor bastard sees the bats. No, um, so, um, well, what do you think he's doing, you guys? He's probably mixing up a new batch of, uh, uh, of effective and honest-to-God drugs that are highly addictive and, and <laughs> detrimental, and also... Also, some snake oil, uh, silly non-remedies that don't cost a lot but can be charged a lot for. But if the scene goes, well, wait a minute. No, he's going to resolve it. Mm. So whether the scene goes well for him or not is up to is up to Mr. K. But if you tell him about what happened, then uh, he can see an opportunity in it. Because obviously somebody that's written something detrimental to the crown would uh, have recognizable handwriting or be identifiable. So I should travel back and tell him about the adventures of the day? Yeah. And a funny thing happened. Hmm. What? What happened? Oh, that's what you'd be saying. Is the package. I want to storm in kvetching about my, my foul and shiftless <laughs> fiance who was chatting up a floozy and, and and I'm grumbling about it all the way and then I tell him that I did find finally find uh, Master Slingbat Stingbat and gave over his Special medicine, as we agreed, special. But I don't tell him about the extra shilling. And, mm. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> in in his extreme need for his special medicine, uh, Master Stingbat was busy go- gabbling on about the wrapping paper that I used on his special medicine. Gabbling on, and then he said the most hateful thing about Good Queen Bess, something to the effect of, "She's a stream of." Bat biz. I couldn't believe it. Why on earth would you think he could come like up with that? <laughs> he must be mad. You know, because he couldn't think of anything like... himself. He had a steal from Monty Python. <laughs> 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 Sorry. A steal from the best. That's what I say. So... Yeah, well. <laughs> that sounds like something that wouldn't be come up with for another few centuries, at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he is a man ahead of his time. <laughs> <clears throat> he certainly is very artistic. You can tell that by the way he snuffs his medicine. So, mm. <laughs> very artistic fashion. So he was going on and on and on about this wrapping paper, and I told him keep it gratis as, you know, is like a bonus for being such a good customer. That's what I told him. Hmm. It's covered with all sorts of lovely curly Q writing. I may have to go pay my good cousin a visit later. I'm kind of curious, but where did you find this particular wrapping? I don't know. Here, there, lying around. It was on the edge of the counter. I was looking for something to wrap his special medicine in. There was a pile of paper, and this folder didn't look like ours, so I figured, well, why should I use our wrapping? Look, this is just lying here, perfectly (laughs) wanting to be used. So I just snatched up a piece that seemed to be about the right size and, you know, used it. (laughs) 
On whose counter was it? This one. Or was it at the ale counter off by the tennis court? Oh, dear. Um, let's see. I left here this morning with my basket, <laughs> my poultices, and the elixirs you wanted me to sell for the linment. And then, oh, did I wrap it before I left her after? Truly, truly, Master Parker, I'm a muddle. I don't remember. It's been such a horrible oh, day. No matter, no matter. I, will, I, will, I shall have to go visit my cousin and see. Right. This for myself. I'm going to go in the back and make a lovely cup of tea because I'm telling you it's been a right wretched day. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of 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 course, of course. I think this is going to be going relatively positively for him because he's seeing opportunity for for uh, for Uncle because he's seeing opportunity popping up here. Mm. Cool. <laughs> and I will give the die to mm, Nikki. Which one, the black die? The uh, white die. So you. A white die. Uh, oh, oh, okay. So, so, so you now have one black die and one, one white die. Lucky old. And it's your scene again. I want to resolve <coughs> it. All right. What shall we put her into? <laughs> Let's see. Mm. Dire peril. Uh, she could be confronted. She could be confronted by the. Uh, um, she could be confronted by the white rose people. Yeah. Who don't want themselves uh, exposed to uh, the public? Uh, if uh, Stingbat is known, they don't want themselves exposed to public scrutiny. So Miss Hapney has to get back has to get back the incriminating wrapping with the treasonous poem on it. At all costs. At all costs, or or else. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's a, a, a good setup point. Hmm. She's like on her way home from from after she stopped back by the the, the lab. For that long, hard day of work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking how she's going to spend the shilling, yeah. Yeah. It's important. <coughs> um, yeah. She tucks it in her knicker leg for safekeeping. <laughs> twang, 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 twang. And I figure some random rogue from an alley kind of guy would, would, would like work for this one so one mm. of you all take that because I clearly do that the accents so very well mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know I don't think I don't think we're I don't think any of us here are going to win any awards for <laughs> accents no for accents um, I make Costner look good let's ooh. oh oh <laughs> anyway Wow. That was a cruelly self-inflicted wound, that one. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I know, oh, but well, I can very rarely get the accent right anyway. Um, there, there, there must be three different ones sneaking into this particular statement now. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
she could be confronted by Kevin Costner wearing a white rose. Ah, ah, and she falls over in a dead faint. <laughs> um, well, we should figure out who, because it's about 9 o'clock. Yeah, uh, Andros, Andros okay, can you sure. play a th- white rose thug? There you go. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Um, so, excuse me, miss. I wonder if you wouldn't have the time. Fire! Fire! Help! Help! Excuse me! Where's the hue and cry? Oh, my God! Oh, lordy, lordy! Locks! Help! Help! And I whack him about the head with my basket. Don't you touch me, you brigand! I'm a proper, respectable woman, I am! Help! Kick, 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 kick! Get away! It's a rather extreme reaction, don't you think? Oh, but it's fun. Sorry. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sir, I've no timepiece about me. Couldn't help you. Well, that's all right. Um, That's... uh. (laughs) Help! No. (laughs) I know. Help! (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if um, you would be interested in... um, having a talk with my employer about some additional business. Thank your pardon. I'm a perfectly respectable woman going about her business with no time for idle chit-chat with people she knows not about, especially for free. And she keeps... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, of course. I think that you'll find um, you may... uh, be able to open up a new and lucrative market by speaking to my employer. I've, I've turned into a weird actor here. <laughs> He's very sinister. It's, very sinister. It's Peter Laurie. I know. It's, it's, it's cool. It throws yeah. her off guard. She doesn't know where you're from, what you are. She doesn't. It throws her off guard. Keeps her off balance. Well, you're good. not from just... around here, are you, ducks? <laughs> How lucrative, she How... says, eyeing him Speculatively. <laughs> well, that really depends on the nature of um, the arrangement you make with my employer. I see. Well, I'm not going into any dark and scary and nasty, odorous alleys, if that's what you think. Unlike the one we're standing in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right at the entranceway. I can run away anytime I wish. <laughs> <laughs> While screaming locks and murder, <laughs> and who is your employer anyway? Oh, this needs to be discreet, if you know what I mean. Oh, discreet, wink, wink. Discretion is one of me many myriad middle names. Oh yes. Oh, Meg knows how to keep her mouth shut for a fee, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we are speaking the same language. Oh, <laughs> Oops. I've, I've, I've slipped by. I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. We are speaking a language. <laughs> 
perhaps I've got another outrageous accent. <laughs> that was so cute. It's really funny. Um, so are you are you no, going I, to entice me to think of planes? <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> oh, I have to um, uh, clink clink the uh, coin purse at the belt. <laughs> clink clink. <laughs> there Sounds are coins. impressive. All right, I'll meet with your employer, but not in this noisome alley, mind. We can go over, I'll meet you at the White Hart, and we'll have a drink. Take it or leave it, it's my best offer. Um, and you're buying the drinks, mind. Very well. Um, he, um, he hands her an, an, an extra white rose. And wear this and ask the bartender uh, where, where you are going. I'm sorry, you said what? Oh, Ask wear the this white rose and speak to the, uh, the landlord. That was, yes. At the White Heart? Yes. Okay, so, all right. I'll head on over there now, shall I? Ah, uh, yes. All right. Not putting this thinky thing on until I get there. Can't abide roses. They reek, don't you know? I swear it's not good for the humors. Look, I'll just tuck it in my basket. <laughs> But she heads over towards the White Heart. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right. So, Nikki, would, would you say that this this resolved well for you, or? Well, I think her greed is blinding her. <laughs> <laughs> so she she thinks that she will come out on top with this, but I'm sure that that will not be the case. <laughs> but right now, she's pre feeling pretty optimistic. That that she is uh, she's going to make a lucrative deal that's not going to cost her very much. All right. She's going to go talk to somebody. So is this a a uh, positive for her then? Yeah, I think it's a positive, and All she right. gets free drinks out of it, so that's good. Yeah, you've got a white die. Who are you giving that to? I will. I will give it to Annam. Mm -hmm. Poor thing. Right. He had such a hard morning not getting. One way. Medicine. <laughs> One white die. Excellent. All right, and then, for your character. I'm sorry, say again? Andros, scene for your character. Andros, ah. excellent. Okay. Establish your resolve. Okay. I think resolve. All right. <laughs> oh, no, if, if, if I resolve, then I resolve it myself? Then, Correct. Or if I, and if I establish it, I just set it up and the others resolve it for me. I've, Correct. Okay, we're just going to establish that. Okay. You're going to establish then, or I'm going. I'm going to establish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what we're going to have happen is that um, I I have to regretfully um, report that I I have lost the poem. My employer seems to know a whole lot more about the situation than I do. <laughs> uh, these these are important people because. Uh, I was hoping for, like, patronage for my, my business, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, so I am summoned to this, this meeting at the White Heart mm. so that I can, um, uh, where I'm, I am told things will be resolved. I'm trying to figure out what else this character would have going on. Um, he probably needs a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he has he has no idea that his his fiance is going to be involved in all this. So he is going to go with a 
I guess that's about all he can do. He has he has uh, he has no idea that um, they have any idea where the poem might have gone. I certainly have no idea where the poem might have gone. I have to go to this meeting, and it's not looking very good for me. Yeah. So you arrive at the meeting. So I arrive at the meeting. Yeah. Okay. And um, I am I am taken into the back room to await. Um, I am told. Um, the others. Yeah. So I have no idea who else is showing up. Uh, we are apparently waiting for Meg to show up. Yeah, and so but what is Meg's reaction going to be? Let, 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 let's have her show up before anyone else does. Okay. <laughs> ah. Landlord, me hearty, me mate, a point of your best bitter. Oh, yeah, and I'm supposed to show you this, and she reaches into her basket and pulls out this sad, grubby rose by this point because it's been knocked mm. about by all the stuff in the basket. She waves mm. it about in the air. See this? I'm not buying, mind you. It's on the gentleman's tab. You know of whom I speak. <laughs> they take you back to the room and and he's there. And George huh? Fishbat is, is in there. I am surprised. Uh, Meg, <laughs> what are you doing here? George, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> George? Meg? George? Yes. Um. Rocky. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. Timing that. Okay, so, um, let's see. So, Who else is in there? So, so there's the, um, um, what we, the person that we thought was the servant go-between, who is actually a much more important person than we had previously uh, thought. That mm. tart, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's you! <laughs> yes, me! <laughs> Going catting around, go get your own fiancé, but keep your mitts off of mine. Until I don't want him no more, anyway. <laughs> I have no interest in in what you think is yours. You're dicing with death here. She, she should also have some have some of those thugs with her. Ah, a couple yeah. of them. Oh, right, you're dicing with death. Yeah, what well, she said. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> drinking some rather mediocre warm piss ales, what I'm drinking. Don't Too think that necessarily thugs. means death. George, what's she going on about? I'll have that poem, and you are going to get it for me. Poem? What's the poem? Uh, honest, Mom, I, I, th that was the problem. I have no idea what's become of it. Well, I do. We'll deal with your clumsiness in another scene. <laughs> <laughs> but for the moment, I happen to know where it is. Yes, I do. I overheard it read aloud, aloud, nearly in public. Fortunately for you, it was only you and that, that drug addict, that playwright drug addict that know what's on the paper. You have to get it back from him. Yes, you, you talking to Inch me? Penny Meg. 
Master Stingbat is a highly respected... Well, all right, not exactly respectable, but he's a highly <laughs> talented playwright, whoever you think you are. And I don't know what you're talking about. All he was doing was rabbiting on about some piece of dreck that he read off a piece of paper, something about Good Queen Bess being a streak of bat's piss, is what I think. Oh, I didn't believe I said that again in public. It's treasonous, that is. I can't believe somebody wrote such a foul thing about our wondrous queen. Believe it. And we want it, and you're going to get it back. Otherwise, you will be killed. Oi, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) What? Me? Why me? I've not to do with this. All I was doing was being a a properly respectable apothecary woman, walking around, making deliveries, as per requested, by our cherished and valued customers. What do you mean, me? What am I to be... All right, we could kill him, too. That's right. He stopped That's, that's right. <laughs> the good news is, what? the ale is free. Well, it should be. I mean, I've walked all the way here. After all, haven't I? I'm not to do with this, and I think that I deserve another can of ale, actually. It was very hard, long, thirsty work getting in here. That's all I'm saying, and I'm giving up my afternoon. Do you know how much I have to get done? If we don't receive the poem by this evening... Your life is forfeit, and so is the tennis pros. Oh, George, right, yeah, it's yeah. that. Look what you've gotten I... us into, you horrible man. And anyway, what's a poem? I don't know what a poem is. Inform Miss... A... I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and, and finish that. It's... <laughs> Info- uh, uh, inform Mr. Stingbat of none of this. Just get that piece of paper back. And who are you anyway, Miss Bossy Boots? That's what I want to know. Coming in here threatening me, giving orders like you're all lordy daw fancy. Thugs, pull- thugs have pulled your basket away and are <laughs> dropping little bottles one at a time. <laughs> oh, and have opened the door. Open the door to show you out. Give those back! I've worked long oh, and hard. Do you know how long it takes to fix those liquids? <laughs> For one thing. <laughs> For another, this I think we're, we're about to, uh, A. This is this is George's scene for one, oh, and, B, I, and B. I think That'll we're about done. <laughs> but he's threatened with with the uh, with the death here, so I think that's a, a definite black die there, Andros. <laughs> so who are you giving that to? Uh oh, hello, Andros, are you there? Hello. Oh yeah, I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. okay, so what was I saying? Why are they talking over me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, let's see. Who doesn't have a black... Let's see. Mark Gosh, Kenny. Mark Kenny. I have one. Yeah. He's you got have one? one. Oh, you have, you have one. No, I he has a black... I gave him black one before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey's got one of each, and Adam yeah. has a white die. Oh, well, Adam needs a black die, too. There we go. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And it All is right. Adam's scene. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, so there I am sitting out in the house in the, in the, in the, pl- in the stage trying to come up with uh, alternate dialogue. The actors have been dismissed for an hour, and I'm awaiting 
I guess I'm establishing here, sorry. And I'm awaiting um, a visit from my cousin who sent message that he wanted to meet with me for some reason. And uh, uh, that's not unusual. We occasionally get together for chats or ales or whatever. I'm also anxious to, eat, to meet with uh, my cousin, Master Runcible Parker, because uh, uh, apart from his apothecary skills, he is also... He also knows people that that uh, are less than reputable. Mm. So he has um, so he's uh, put across to me entails nothing specific, just making mention of various things that happen uh, in and about London that he is party to and people that he knows, and maybe he can put me in touch with one of them that can get this box open that I found under the stage. Don't know what's in it. Does it rattle? Uh, it, it, it sounds like there's all manner of things in it. Can't really tell. It's very strong. And the lock is not something I seem to be able to get past. Mm. So I arrive and I'm like, hmm. Yes, yes, that is interesting. I'll have to see what I can do with that. Mm-hmm. There was something else of interest that I came to ask you about apparently apparently my young assistant uh, when she delivered your package to you earlier this afternoon uh, the wrapping paper was different than usual oh yes oh yes mistress margaret was uh, very dutiful and delivered my special medicine thank you very much <laughs> But, uh, yes, she wrapped it uh, in paper that had writing on it, and it was the most, well, uh, it, there were eye-watering words on it. Hmm. I, 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 I'm sure I kept it, uh, let's see, I start sleeping through his, uh, scribblings, his, uh, ink-stained, blotched papers with, uh, bad dialogue on it, and comes across it. Yes, this. I was amazed uh, to read yes. it. Do you know anything about it? I might. As a matter of fact, this is why I came over here. I can replace that with a perfectly good piece of uh, nice blank wrapping paper for your medicine. Ooh, if, if you could do me the favor. Allow me to take this away and deal with oh. it as need be. Gentle cousin. Gentle cousin. <laughs> tit, for, tit for tat, if you would, but write the name of someone I can get in touch with that can get through this lock on this box. I would gladly accept a blank piece of vellum in exchange for this doggerel. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure I can find somebody to open this box for you. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I figure this well is a, met, then. <laughs> a positive for me here. Yeah. Or no, wait, Absolutely. but this is Adam's scene. Yeah. I'd say that's a positive for, for him, rather. Yay! <coughs> oh, cool. So, so I get a white die? Yep, to give it to somebody else. I'll give give it to you because you've got one black, so you take one white. Okay. There we go. We're all so stankin' nice, aren't we? We're just nice. Beat the hell out of our characters, though. <laughs> Most of the time. That's because we're about to to get to the to the uh, tilt here after my my turn here. 
Mm. Okay, oh. try establishing this time. Uh, let's see here. He is... See, Runcible is... He's right back at his lab uh, where uh, Pinch, uh, Pinch Penny Meg has come back there worried about what to do after this threat of death for her and George and uh-huh. and I have re- returned and have started kind of putting the paper away and that's where you guys get to resolve there. What happens as far as me with the paper and... Are you being secretive about it? Not really. Okay. He's kind of like, you know, going into some of his own little files and putting it away there and you can probably see him doing it. But how things resolve from there is up to you guys. <coughs> I think mm-hmm. Meg's going to burst in and 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 just be all, all awash in semi-hysterics about the twist her afternoon went and how she desperately has to find this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. She might not see exactly that Runcible has the paper, but she's bemoaning to him the desperate need for this piece of paper for these crazy people who are threatening herself and George and how she has to go scurrying off to, uh, to Hal's theater to make him give it back one way or t'other. I'm going to come along because I'm somehow weirdly involved. Well, I'm not weirdly involved. My situation has taken a weird turn. (laughs) Something to the effect of... Now, do we we resolve it or not? Yes. 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 And, And then I think when we lay it out to Master Runcible, uh... He will disclose the paper. Do you mean this paper? But whether we have to fight him for it, I don't know. What do you think? That's up to you all. That's up to you all. Hmm. What do you guys think? I think that they're following us. The White Rose people? Yeah, the thugs. What is it? Um, Guido and Francois. Who happened to be the same individual? <laughs> yeah, he when is a little... cloud passes before the sun, he's Francois. In direct sunlight, he's Guido. That's right. That accounts for everything, I think. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Really. That's pretty but... good if we've been followed. So we think that we're yeah. just these, alone and, and ramping they, they just don't seem to trust anyone, you know? <laughs> the nerve of some folk. You mean this paper here? You weren't followed, were you? Oh, heavens no! Why would anybody follow us? I'm telling you, they kind of know where the... That paper! Oh, that paper! I desperately need that! You don't yes. know how cruel and vicious and mean they were threatening me and George. Ninny head that he is, I can't believe you got us into that thwack! <laughs> Squeaky you... sound of noses being rubbed across the glass <laughs> in the front of the apothecary. Standing out there. You hear All something? we have to do is follow up. <laughs> yeah, there they are. Okay. Those, those rats again, isn't it? <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> 
go, Master Runcible, if you'd be so good as to give us that paper so we can turn it over to whoever she is. That would probably... Hello? Hello. Hello. I'm still here. Okay, everybody's still, still oh, there. Okay. <laughs> sounded like a cutout. Okay. Yeah. I believe with that you all said that I basically would turn it over as part of the resolution. What would be his motivation? He's he's trying to get something out of it for himself. Hmm. And uh, or do I turn it over? That's up to you guys. Hmm. I, if he does turn it over, then they get the paper, and then they they can do whatever the hell they want with uh, uh, Margaret George or anybody else that's involved, because they'd have the incriminating evidence. If he doesn't turn it over, it's like. It's worth their lives, so if they turn it over, then uh, I don't know. I don't know whether these people will leave them alone or not. Yeah. Well, uh, we can always fend them off with the stuffed alligator that's hanging from the ceiling. There's always that. Mm. There's always a stuffed alligator in an apothecary shop. Or Parker okay. could act. Or Parker <laughs> could act as uh, an intermediary or something. Um. Uh. uh kind of a. Um, we could kind follow of a go between. <laughs> a go <laughs> he could act as a go between, saying, uh, "You know, uh, um, I don't know. They know where he knows where the paper is, and so long as he leaves these two alone and his apothecary shop, then uh, I don't know." Well, all, what we, all we really need to do is establish whether I handed the paper over to you all or not, because we know you all got got followed, so they've tracked it right. to my shop, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So just a matter of do you I all think want it would to be in keeping for Meg to snatch it out of his hand when she recognizes it. This this paper right here, and holds it up in the middle of the room. <laughs> okay, t in okay, an easily acceptable, accessible, uh, dramatic way. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yes, that paper right there. <laughs> That's the bunny. Okay. <laughs> so you don't exactly give it over, but we don't exactly take it from you. Okay. So what? The three of us start fighting over it? Or trying to grab it away from each other? That'd be pretty funny if run Yes, if we each try and snatch it away from each yeah. other. Yeah. Parchment can be kind of tough. We wouldn't, rip, <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't necessarily rip it apart immediately. <laughs> oh, that'd be really funny. Who gets a chunk? Yeah, do, you, do, you, do you figure that's a good point for the scene to end? The only thing I think we need to resolve is do we just keep snatching it around or does it actually tear into pieces? I, th I, think, it, I think it should just, yeah, tear into pieces. Three pieces, one for each of us. That's right. Yeah, I like that. What do you think, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We like that, Mark. <laughs> All right. Share, According to share the doom. <laughs> so that's a uh, black die, right? That's I would a black think. die. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, Nikki, you can have that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And we have hit the tilt. Uh-oh. Now what you do is you take the dice that you've, you've, that you've, you've got mm -hmm. in the particular colors that you have, and you roll them. So if you all have dice in the appropriate ways, you can use those. Otherwise, I can roll for you all if, if, if you want. I've got a black and a There's white. There's special 
And basically what you're going to do is you're going to find the difference be between the two colors and figure out which color, I mean, figure out what your numbers are from from that. So if you all want to receive your dice to do this with, or do you want me to go ahead and, and roll them for you? Yeah, I'm okay. I believe I, I have no dice. <laughs> you have one die. You have one white die. Oh, I have one white die? Oh, okay, good. Excellent. All right. I rolled a black two and a white one. So you have a black one. Keep that in 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 mind, Adam. Okie doke. I have a, a a white one. I have a white four. So you have a white four. So you're winning on the on the white side of things here. And I rolled a white five and a total of seven in black. So I guess I have black, black two. Two. So. The the ones picking the tilt elements will be Nikki and uh, Andros, and okay. I will put the tilt table into the chat, and this will work pretty much the same as the other thing. All the other eight dice, and I'm going to tell you what what we have there. We've got ones, oh yeah, one one, two no no two ones, two twos, a three, two fives, and a six. Oops, hey, whoa, hold on there. Ah, damn. Paper is throwing itself around. I'm sorry, two ones. Yeah, two ones. Yep. Two twos. Two twos. A three. One three. Yep. Two fives. Two fives. And one six. One six. Got it. Thank you. And here comes the tilt table. This works just this is the same as as, as the other things. <laughs> Each of you will will pick one upper level thing, and then you'll pick the lower level thing for the opposite one. So, the the, the upper level things are for the tilt t- table are mayhem, tragedy, innocence, guilt, paranoia, and failure, and then each one has six subordinate things. Um, okay. And with that four, I believe that Andros will pick first. I will spend a one for mayhem. All right. Let me find a place here to write this down. Mayhem. Nikki. I will take a five for paranoia. Does that work? Okay. Yes. Is that good? Yep. Okay, Andros, you get to pick one of the, the thing for the paranoia. Ooh. I think that works for six. Someone is watching, waiting for their moment. So the six is gone. And that okay. leaves Nikki to determine what kind of mayhem we have here. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I like them all. <laughs> oh, that's a tricksy one, that is. I think we will have to have the out-of-control rampage, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. All right. And with these two new plot elements, we move into Act 2. This works the same as Act 1, except that now you keep the dice that you earn. And also, when the, when the, the last die comes around, it can be, it can be either black or, or, or white. It isn't determined by just what color the last one is. Although, when you're actually adding up dice at the end, it will be the color it actually is. 
but for sake of being able to keep the plot elements open, it can be either color in effect during play. So, hmm. Nikki, what? it's your scene. It's my scene. Yes, it's your scene. <laughs> then, then I will, I think I'll try establishing this time. Okay. We're still in the apothecary shop. We have just torn the home into three pieces. We're each clutching a piece when, and, and staring each other and going, oh no. And she's frantically trying to remember the recipe for snail glue to put this thing back together again. When the door bursts open and, <laughs> and the henchmen <laughs> burst in. <laughs> All right. So how do we... Oh, we get to resolve that? Yep. Oh, should one knock her to the ground since it's supposed to be about me? One knocks her to the ground. How about that? We'll determine this. Oh, all right. Yeah. Never mind. Walking away again. <laughs> now right. let's not do anything desperate. <laughs> well, I think this is just the right point for the out-of-control rampage, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's an apothecary. He's got to have something that he can, like, spray in the air or powder to throw in people's faces or something to defend himself with. Yeah, I was thinking, like, along those lines. <laughs> and acids and things. Yes. Powder. And you're in a shop. Nothing. Anything you grab can be a weapon. <laughs> All kinds of noxious things. And, of, of course, this, this being her scene, uh-huh. it may be something she grabs and... Yes. Hmm. You know, oh! You know how she reacts to... Uh, her character reacts to the people suddenly <laughs> bursting in on them. Yeah. She reacts by screaming and throwing something at him. That and a change if, in temperature, yes. If yeah. that, if that's, it, if I can do that, then we'll determine that. Oh, 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 oh you guys are so mean. <laughs> You're so mean. But I've got this lovely bag of Indian red pepper that just it's, arrived. <laughs> you know that could work. That would work. Or maybe some kind of low-grade acid or something. Fresh off the mm. limping donkey, straight Evil from face. the continent. <laughs> yep. Well, it's not quite a, a medieval mace, but it's close <laughs> enough for our purposes. Sure. <laughs> or maybe he has, so, he has an, an actual mace there. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, there's always the pestle. You know, he can either hit him with mace or hit him with a mace. <laughs> yes. Or, or, or Nikki, rather. What? Yeah. Nikki, oh, do you carry, do you carry a morning a, star in your basket? She has a pestle that she's been using to grind <laughs> no, up to see peppers, then it could be a mace covered in mace. <laughs> Ooh. But then I'm also reaching for the, for the, um, the authentically aged uh, porcupine piss that's been curing in this <laughs> fabulous... <laughs> Fabulous crock here on the counter because it's so efficacious for spots, don't you know? But it does reek. <laughs> the point is, she throws something noxious at these guys. Apparently even several somethings. Not the porcupine piss. Not the porcupine piss. That took a year to age. <laughs> so she uses half to beat a retreat out of the back. Exactly. Ke- yeah, Ke- chemical warfare on the thugs that overcome them long enough for you guys to make uh, an escape. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Let's play it out right now. 
Ow! 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 Oh, and, and grip! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Oi, what's going on in there? Crivens! Cool, blimey! <laughs> Ow, me eyes! We'll have that! Help! Murder! Murder! Summon the guards! Hear and cry! Murder! Like that. I well, don't think see. the guards are gonna hear ya. I broke a nail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <coughs> here, look, they're not here anymore. <laughs> they scampered. Oh, no, 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 they wait, scampered. we have to, we, we like, we like, oh. skip something there. And they, uh. Oi, we'll have that now. Wait, what are you... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. This reeks! <laughs> It's like my face is on fire. <laughs> but God, it'll kill your spots. <laughs> That'll be two shillings. <laughs> Come along, out the back, out the back. Okay, is this good or bad? <laughs> I think it's good because you guys are still alive. And yeah, Yakety Sax oh, would be playing in the background. Right. That makes everything good. <laughs> and well, well, there's also the possibility for it to be bad because now the bad guys are all and truly pissed off with her. Right. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and we've lost some valuable stock. Hmm. Mm. I don't think she's any better off than she was before. Honestly, I think this went badly did, for Mr. Margaret. Did Mrs. they take Margaret. the poem pieces too, or no? Do we still have the poem no. pieces? Yeah, we still have those. Yeah, okay. three of us have a piece of it. Lightly smudged? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it worked, went very well, because now the lab's in a shambles, and everything's stinky, and we've lost stock, and they know where we are. Andros, it's your scene. Okay. Do I get a die? Yeah, you get one black die. One black die. Uh, okay. And you keep it this time. I keep it. Okay. Yep. In the commotion, um, we have um, lost track of where Runstable's gone. And I've only just, let's see, oh, um, I guess Hell, Hell's run off too, huh? Or, let's see. He, he wasn't even there. Oh, he wasn't even yeah. there. We still, we just, oh, that's right, he handed off the piece of paper before. Okay, that's good. I'm doing my best to keep up with Mistress Haypenny here. Um... And um, quickly suggest that we return to the tennis court. <laughs> oh, hold on! I have to. I have to declare. Yes. Okay. I'm going to resolve. Um, All right. So we get to set this up then. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. So what shall we do here? What What shall we have? The, hmm. have the... <laughs> I don't know where the hell you guys would go, or what the hell you. This This is uh. Yeah. Well. Clearly, we need to either go to the tennis court or to the um, the uh, theater. Here. The theater, yeah. Mm. Although I think they they should be beset by thugs whichever way they they go. Do we go to the theater first to pick up to pick up Hal? I don't know. I, to warn this, him. At this point, I don't know that uh, Hal is in that much danger. And it's more cinematic. Oh, I think we need to include him in it. <laughs> <laughs> all in good time. Oh, I think it's, oh, oh, all right. It's more cinematic if you guys decide you want to go to a public place. 
in broad daylight where it might be in safe. broad daylight where lots of people are watching tennis being played mm-hmm. what to, in order to come up with some kind of a plan of action does that sound good because if you go to yeah and you could be trying at the same time to avoid i'm just picture I'm, I'm picturing it as a film <laughs> trying to avoid uh uh pissed off thugs and the 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 band of the white rose or whatever um and thinking maybe a public place would be a good place to lose yourselves. Mm-hmm. And maybe try and spy on who's trying to spy on us, that sort of thing. Yeah, give them the slip. Uh, All right. That kind of thing. And does that sound good? So, Andros, how does that resolve? Problem is, is that we don't know whether these White Rose people want the note intact or they want it destroyed, right? That has not been uh, established yet. That has not been established yet. And I have no idea because I was just a uh, hired courier. Uh, I tried my best not to even see what was written on the note. So, okay, so we're heading to the tennis court uh, in pursuit, uh, with, with thugs in hot pursuit. I think that um, also given the time this should go to a um um a resolution on the tennis court with kind of um a mexican standoff how much of it you want me to resolve you want you want the uh someone else to do the last part uh you resolve it to the, the, the point that you want to resolve it to you want to set up the, the, the like mexican standoff thing so you can do the yeah i could I can see drawn swords, tennis rackets, and all that kind of thing. Absolutely. Drawn swords, tennis rackets, and uh, threatening to burn the parchment with a torch. (laughs) (laughs) So is that a good or or bad thing for you, what what ends up set up here? Well, um... I think this is going to wind up being a good thing, since uh, we, this is also a place where we have witnesses. True. All right, that's a white die for you, then. Mm-hmm. Anum, you're seen. White die. What all actually happened at the tennis court? Basically, oh, well, uh, well, go, yeah, go, go ahead. You can. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people assaulted with sporting equipment. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so tennis balls are being bounced off the heads of the thugs right, at high speed. Right. Since they were carved out of wood, that was no fun thing to have. <laughs> yeah, mm. and we 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 end up like on opposite sides of the net, um, either with the um, the thugs with swords and us um, threatening to burn what we have. Okay. Did we ever stick the pieces back together? Uh, no, I believe it is still in three parts. And uh, depending on how many of us actually made it to the tennis court, uh, depends on how much of it's going to be burned. It may very well be if only one part is burned, um, whatever was written on it would be totally uh, totally worthless anyway. Hmm. Well, did, did all of us end up there? That's up to you to say. I think we should. All right. So, Anum, you're up. Okay, Anum, uh, just as a cutaway scene to to pre um, establishing here. All right. To pre uh, to, um, 
as a preface to what's about to happen, uh, actually managed. Uh, fingers lightly came by, having heard that uh, Halsting Bat wanted a strong box opened, un uh, undid the lock, and before swinging the lid up, was sent off with uh, light payment, so that uh, Fingers didn't know what was in the box. Hal swings open the box and sees that it is uh, kind of a cipher table with scribbling on it that looks like it can match up letters to other letters and phrases to other phrases, but he recognizes the curly Q writing as uh, the same type that he saw on that poem. He feels the prick of a dagger point resting coldly against the back of his neck. Oh, how kind of you, sir, to find this for us as well. <laughs> Follow me. And, uh, yeah, the, the standoff um, that is uh, taking place at the tennis court uh, times itself out pretty much for a young lady, White Rose, and Hal, Hal Stingbat, holding uh, uh, the strong box and moving very stiffly and, fright and, and in a high state of, of fright onto the court with uh, the young woman behind him um, telling him to keep calm, act natural. <laughs> Never mind all these people looking at us, because if you cry out, I will send this dagger into you. You know, I have a question. Mm -hmm. What was a Mexican standoff called before Mexico was established? <laughs> An impasse. <laughs> it was... A Macedonian standoff. Oh, ah, there you go. That I, don't, oh, I, don't, I don't know actually, but it's... <laughs> and actually, since we're resolving, can I yeah. suggest someone, something different for, 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 for the ending there? Um, Absolutely. Feels the prick of the dagger and that, and Loom's voice saying, thank you for finding that, too. In a panic, he basically whips around and cold cocks her with the box. <laughs> and he, and he, <laughs> runs to the apothecaries in time to see them fleeing and follows them to the um, tennis court to the to the tennis court kind of trying to avoid the the thugs along the way but the same basic result but somewhat deeper shit excellent <laughs> so everybody's got a third of a piece of incriminating poetry and Hal has the cipher key for what the poem would actually translate into yes and I think that cold cocking the, the that's funny for a like black dye you all think oh yes yeah, cause now I've got the white rose people really pissed at me too <laughs> because how I else like could it. we have it <laughs> and maybe Yes. Okay. So, all right. Let's see. Mistress, uh, Mistress Margaret has one black die that she's keeping. Mm -hmm. George Fishback has one three. white. She's got three? Oh, from before? I get to keep the two three, from before? Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh. Three black oh. and, and one, one, one white. white. I oh, see. Goody. George, George oh, Fishback has, has two white. Elstingbat mm -hmm. has two black and one white, and I currently have one black and one white. I'm winning. And I'm going to <laughs> resolve, possibly, and I'm going to re resolve my scene, so since I'm there cool. at the, at the uh, uh, tennis court anyway, set me up. Oh, you're going to resolve? Yes. 
Oh, so we have to figure out how this yeah. goes. Oh, or, man. Or, or oh, how this starts. Hmm. Well, there definitely has to be crashing into a fruit stall vendor with fruit all over the place. <laughs> and possibly that, chickens. Oh, that's a given. Yes. That's a given. Here's a, How about this? How about this? A ruckus obviously has ensued that people, well, a lot of people have witnessed between the tennis rackets and the tennis balls and the thugs chasing after you. So they have sent for uh, the London officers, the watch, the 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 leather the leather clad officers of the law that will take that will deal with the situation, and they are arriving or they're on their way, um, and the the people that have incriminating stuff, i.e., everybody, <laughs> manage to slip into the crowd and are running around. And temporarily, the thugs uh, uh, lose sight of them. And they slip their incriminating pieces of paper into the pockets of the thugs. Ooh. <laughs> so that when the city guard arrives... Yeah, but this, is, this is my scene, though. It, oh, this is you do on, it then. You run around on, slipping on, pieces on, of incriminating evidence in the pockets. I only have one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, everybody runs to Parker and gives him their piece of paper and runs away. When we left off, we were all we we were all brandishing sporting equipment at each other, so right. or at them or and something. Isn't there a dancing bear somewhere nearby that can be pulled into service? <laughs> you all are or setting this dog. up. <laughs> and a monkey, <gasps> a monkey with a grind monkey organist grinder person, and a monkey with a little cap and a cup. Uh, rats. How do we make this affect Parker in a really, really irritating way? Uh, <laughs> so he is. We're running around. We're all at the tennis courts. Okay, I got. I got one. I can. I can give Margaret my my fragment of the note, and um, <laughs> tell her. Tell her to. Tell her to get away. And what I am holding over the torch is in fact a blank piece of paper. Hmm. So I am trying to get their attention, um, from my point of view, to let the others get away, but they may have other ideas. And, and I, I don't want to be stuck with these damn pieces of paper, so I run over to Principal and thrust the two pieces in his hand. We all decide so, we don't want it after all. So we don't want to be any part of it. So he has all three pieces. And I, uh, Hal, Stingbat, runs over to Runcible Parker and gives him the cipher piece of paper, dips into the strong box again, which uh, at the bottom of which had lots of payoff gold, grabs handfuls of it, and tosses it into the air. Ooh. So um, uh, handfuls of, uh, of gold uh, coins are landing all over the place in this very crowded Nick uh, starts kicking people in the tennis head, match area. trying to pick up gold coins. <laughs> That's mine. I dropped it. I recognize it. <laughs> Get, away. No, they, Get away. The idea is to create a. The idea being to create a crowd. Now, Runcible Parker has all the incriminating papers, and um, mm -hmm. a crowd of people are uh, pouring onto the tennis court. I think you create a flash rave. <laughs> And we all start to vogue. vogue. All right, there's vogue. people vogue. racing onto the court to pick up this this gold, but in the in the in the, the process, the thugs who, have, who are watching Runcible get 
peppered with all of this in, 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 in incriminating stuff, advance forward and pierce him a couple of times with their, with their rapiers. Oh. I think that's bad for me. Oh, that's... Ew. Ew. That's not funny. I'm not saying that he's actually dead yet. Ick. I'm not but dead he is, he is he, he is hurt pretty bad. <laughs> because it's not so deep as a well, nor wide as a church door. <laughs> Couldn't somebody have just walloped him over the head with a haddock or something? It's <laughs> awfully mean, piercing him with rapiers. Hey, well, Nikki, this is, now your, this is now your turn. This is now your, your last scene of the game. My last scene of the game? Yep, huh. we each have one more scene. So, do you want a happy ending or what? And we got about so five minutes. I'm going so to let's snatch up the this. giant, the giant haddock, and I'm going to start <laughs> playing about me, trying to whack them in the faces with "Get away from him, you brutes, you filthy brutes!" Yay! I want a happier ending. That's mean. Shall we say that that, that works then to resolve? Does she fight <laughs> off the, the thugs with the, the giant tra- haddock? The yeah. traditional giant haddock that you will see at every tennis match of the Sierra. And, well, and of course they have to be tripping over the fruit that was n- spilled from the knocked over fruit stall. So that helps. So yes, I can defend with the giant haddock with the help of fruit lying on the ground. And, and stampeding and, patrons picking up gold. Yeah. <laughs> and George seeing Margaret have at them like Boudicca herself falls madly in love with her after all. <laughs> okay, see, let's see. Well, do you want that to be your scene? Because we can oh, give her the yeah, white die for fighting them off. Then it's your scene. Yeah. Um, and so how does this work out for him, then? So this is, let's kind of hurry this up. and we'll yeah. we, we, we pretty much got to the main action here anyway. <laughs> okay. So uh, we have Mar- Mar- Margaret just going, going berserk on these guys. George falling head over heels in love and... And noticing a very good backhand with the haddock. Yeah, <laughs> yes, indeed. I could, I could, I could uh, do something with that. Form there. <laughs> have, uh, Margaret, have you ever considered mixed doubles? <laughs> why, why no, George, but it's mighty intriguing. <laughs> she wallops another bad guy. <laughs> you serve, my love. <laughs> Tosses him All a right. turban. <laughs> All right. I'll just use... Uh, Grab, grab the grab the bin of balls from the bin of tennis balls here and start whacking them at the bad guys with my my uh, <laughs> racket. <laughs> All right, sounds like a yes. uh, white die there, Anum. Yes. Four love. Hal, <laughs> seeing things go to total chaos, um, drops the strong box and just flees the tennis court, returning to the theater where young lady White Rose that he had smacked in the head with a box has, um, he discovers, has woken up with amnesia, but can remember lines. <laughs> she can remember lines very well, so he stars her in her next show as uh, Lady, lady Windsock Puppet. <laughs> And it's a woman smash in the hit. theater, scandalous. <laughs> disguised as a man, disguised as a woman. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one will ever catch on. It is scandalous, and he Have just I seen this t- movie went tisk <laughs> tisk all the way to the bank. And I'll call you Victor. Yes, Victor is a lovely name for a man. That's right. Is that a white dye for them there, then. Yep. So you mean she's not a time-traveling Queen Victoria? <laughs> Apparently not. Uh. All right, and my final scene, and this this guy can go either way, but with all the fighting and chaos going on every, everywhere else, 
he's got all these pieces of the note and the or at least two of them and the cipher key that he that he got thrown at from uh, Hal. Mm-hmm. And he's crawling in his last breaths, crawling towards that dropped torch and grabbing it and putting the pieces into the the uh, towards the like flames. Does the now you guys get to resolve this? Does he succeed at this or not? Hmm. <coughs> I think he succeeds. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> Does he live or die? Well, we can figure that out in the aftermath because oh, I, 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 I get whatever, whatever colored eye this is here. I, I, I think it's white. The tables. Yeah, when I actually roll the aftermath, though, it's going to be a like black die anyway. Oh. So. Hmm. The way the aftermath works is we'll roll all these dice like we did for the tilt. Okay. And then we consult the aftermath tables. And then the aftermath is this montage with where each of us takes one one die associated with our character and say, this is my character doing whatever. And we'll kind of go bit by bit. We're doing these last bits to kind of close out the scene. It could, it could, they could be like postscripts or, or, or flashbacks or whatever else. Just... Each one is Ken went on to become master of ceremonies at SeaWorld. Not exactly like that, but you get the you, oh. you got the yeah. idea. I mean, you okay. re- you remember from the uh, from the one game, right? Yes, it was very it was mild actually. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, it was. Yeah. This is for aftermath. This is a bad uh, if, if I kept track right. If I kept track right, I've got one white and one black. Is that correct? You've got two black and two white, Adam. Oh, okay. Two black, two white. Which means things are probably going to end up being bad for you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the tables? I don't have that part. Okay, so I've got three black and one white. Uh, Andros has three white. And uh, Nikki, you've got three black and two white. And you'll roll those and you'll add them up like you did with the tilt. Okay. I have eight. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and like, which color it, it, it goes over to. So, for example, I rolled a six on my white die, and my black dice were six, five, and three, so I have a total of black eight. Mm. Oops. Okay. I have a total of white four. White four. Okay. I keep these in, in mind. Everybody roll, and I will. Well, yeah, actually, here, I can let you know. White four. Mm-hmm. White four, bitter. You know what it's like to be utterly crushed, casually brought low, forced to eat your own words and stand mute and powerless before your enemies. They gloat and you are helpless. Wow. <laughs> My eight black is nothing to write home about. Uh, back to where you used to maybe sore and broke just like yesterday and tomorrow. You probably learned something, though, like how to do it right next time. Next time. <laughs> so, Nikki and Adam, what did you all get? I rolled eight white and ten black, so I guess that leaves me with two black. Two black. Brutal. Wounds that will never heal, for starters. Oh. Stuff sawed off, blown off, or burned off on your way to grand ignominious failure. Kiss whatever you care about goodbye. You may die, but you may not. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wow. Oh, I get run over by a cart. <laughs> <laughs> Man. On my way to the pub for a celebratory drink with my newfound love, my fiance. <laughs> That's okay. You didn't get three. Three is harsh. 
Shit in a bag harsh. A lifetime of, of medication harsh. A big black cloud of, of hurt is going to rain all over you. The things you need to happen are not going too simple as that. Wow. Wow. Um, well, I, but you actually ended, ended up with somewhat worse than that, actually. I, I did. Thank you so much. What did you get, Adam? <laughs> Adam, you what did you... You sound so gleeful about it, Mark Kinney. <laughs> I, I rolled it's, a... It's a, a kind, of, kind of, of a, uh, of a game. <laughs> it is. Cohen Brothers, uh, yeah. Um, uh, four, six on the white and ten on the black. So, that's four black? Yeah. Four black. Savage. Savage as in something is broken or mashed. Maybe you've got a permanent limp and a bad reputation. Plus, you totally fail. Oh! So I probably end up getting arrested for putting the woman on the stage. <laughs> Sent to the tower yeah. and tortured to learn the error of your ways. And she visits me in 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 prison. Um, instead of bringing food and and drink and nice things, she brings me crap props oh. because she's been dizzy. Never mind from, that her her like thugs are are probably going to come looking for her too. That, that's true too. And she runs away taking all your money and joins Lord Bancroft's men instead. So, <laughs> takes your best plays with her while you're stuck in the tower being tortured for putting a woman on the stage. Oh, I that's just see me just... crawling. I just see me crawling back to my uh, lab and getting healed back up and all. Hmm. So, <laughs> or, or like using with an my advertisement own... in the window for a new assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Inquire with any. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I'd be going through withdrawal. <laughs> no, in the prison. Wow, what a low end. Yeah, well, I've been run over by a cart. So <laughs> or trampled by this by this crowd going oh, after gold George, coins. George, this is the happiest day of me life. Oh. <laughs> Roll credits. Trampled by the dog with the monkey on his back. <laughs> oh, man. What a and twisted game with that the... was. Yes. Can we play it again? <laughs> One of these days. Yeah. I understand now. I'll play again. Mm. Isn't it cool? Because even if you think, <laughs> yes, it'll be a happy ending, it's not. <laughs> No, apparently not. Are there happy endings if you get more white dice than black? Uh, well, no, it's it, 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 if you have enough dice yeah. of one color to roll a really high result, you can actually come out pretty good. Okay. It, 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 basically, if you can roll over maybe ten, mm. which wow. I think that I actually actually did in the uh, in the like Western game, didn't I? Because mm. I basically in, in, ended up writing off with most of the, of the gold in that one. Oh, yeah, okay. I think so. But you, you can possibly succeed. Yeah, I... it, it is possible, kind of. <laughs> but, but the thing is that you're likely. normally getting the, getting the, this mix of the of, of the dice colors. So 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 basically, you're either going to do, do really well during the 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 game or really badly during the game. Basically, would you, if you're hitting an extreme then the better your chances are at the end of the game. If you're just kind of going half and half through the game itself, then you, the odds are you're going to roll a, a mm. lower roll in the gotcha. aftermath. So the okay. game rewards more outrageous behavior. Basically, yeah. Right, I can do that. 
<laughs> yeah, we got to play again. It's possible to become the guy with the red stapler that ends up <laughs> on the island. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of black dyes, didn't he? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and then, of, of, of course, there's what you get if you roll zero, which is everything cancels out. Oh. Zero, the worst thing in the universe. This probably doesn't include death, since death would be way better than whatever this is. Oh. <laughs> be creative and don't settle for the first worst thing that comes to mind. There's something darker, more awful, more wretched in there somewhere. <laughs> and by, oh, you wow. can find it. Well, fun, fun, fun. Thank you that so much. That was nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was excellent. <laughs> it was great to actually get this game out again. I, yeah. I love this game. I really do. <laughs> I'd be interested to hear. Uh, I'd be interested to hear uh, experiences of somebody else trying this London fifteen. Mm-hmm. What is it? Ninety three. Yeah. Fifteen ninety three. Anything could happen. I know. Next time, I'm going to be a plague barrier, though. Oh yes, resurrection man. Somehow, some way, I think. Huh. <laughs> be my deep dark. Oh, I want to be a nobleman, and that's my my dark secret. That's my job on the side. <laughs> to make a little extra cash. You're a nobleman <laughs> that buries plague victims and has a window washing run on the side. <laughs> right. Resurrectionist, you know. Need a liver? Got one right here in this jar. <laughs> it's very oh, fresh. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anywho, no, that was great fun. Thank you so much. Oh. Indeed. Thank you very yeah. much. Much applause. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yay. And there it was. You can have an awful good time by setting up even the most minimal of random frameworks. And uh, the, the folks that put Fiasco together know that. That There will, of course, be a link to Fiasco, or something that will put you, point you in the direction of getting hold of Fiasco in the show notes for this episode. Uh, so, yeah, they know that. They knew that. They did that. And we played with it, and you heard. Something that struck me as interesting was that throughout this whole Elizabethan extravaganza, nobody said Zunes, nobody said Forsooth, nobody said Odds Bodkins, and I don't know. I guess we weren't trying real hard for for uh, um, sticking to period. <laughs> and... Uh, and that's fine too, so um, yeah. I think this is one that, I think Fiasco is a game we're probably going to return to multiple times uh, so long as we keep playing because it's just too much fun to let our imaginations run riot and put something together that's as freeform and cinematic as what can happen when, when, we, uh, when we go for this. Okay, well, there it is. The next play session will involve of course, listener feedback, um, which has, uh, again, fortunately, and thank you very much, been building up. So we're going to handle that next time we get together, and that will probably be this coming Wednesday. We even have an audio. We even have an audio MP3 from a new listener, or a listener that's been listening for a long time but hasn't written in yet, but now has. Uh, that'll be played, too. And when everybody's together and uh, ready to deal with that, that's what we're going to do. First thing, first shot. And that, of course, will be next week. And I hope you'll join us. I hope you'll join us uh, for that. But until then, thanks again. And see you then. <laughs>